2: It is the MiGs cats. I am here with the Reverend in Fuego. Hello. I'm Steve Miggs, by the way. Oh yeah, yeah right. That's right. And then here <laughs> over there, Glenn Cannon. Here, <laughs> here over there. What's
3: up, buddy? Hey, hey. Sit down. I didn't, didn't get a hug or a handshake. Just oh, kind get of get over here. Got kind of a knowing smile. There we go. There's a hug. Oh, they're hugging it out.
4: Aww. well I just got. I was
3: fresh from pooping. You so smell I wanna, of. I, I was just
4: going to say, you smell
2: of fresh dryer sheet, dude. Yes, yes, I pooped. Linens I, and I showered. That's good. And I put my clothes in the dryer all between ten and ten thirty this morning. See, <laughs> it was Pretty awesome.
4: Like you talk about using the restroom, and I'm just going to throw it out here right now. I really think that we should petition to get the station to get bidets in the bathroom. Oh, I'm not opposed to that. Amazing. Yes. See, I would have been in here a lot quicker. Right. Yeah, dude
3: like peanut butter on carpet. Rinse, 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 Sometimes. baby. I'm thinking about <laughs> shaving my butt, man. When I went in that, no, because you're going to get the ingrown hairs when they grow oh. back. It looked the, like someone shot you with buckshot back there. Dude. Yeah, <laughs> no do that. yeah, yeah. These are not thoughts we need to have on the podcast.
2: <laughs> Although I did have a very weird thought while I was on the crapper. It's usually where I get mine. Whatever happened to Ocean Pacific clothes? OP. Whoa. Remember OP? OP?
4: Like all the surfware. Well, quote unquote, surfware. I used to love OP clothes. Goth. Yeah. Goth
2: killed OP. Yeah. yeah. And then Grunge. Grunge killed it oh, dead. Oh, yeah. Grunge
4: murdered so many things. Does, do they even exist? OP? I don't even think so. Let's see. Ocean Pacific. I mean, they, like, they still have Jinkos and OP. stuff. I was like,
2: we're talking. That was high school for me. Swatch Watches and Ocean Pacific, OP <laughs> that was, Clothes. That was great school Swatch for me. Swatch Watches oh, was
3: oh. early high school and OP was like middle school, elementary Did school. Did OP do the hypercolor stuff? I don't think so. I had some
2: hypercolor. But that was around the time that OP and uh, hypercolor was like all going on. That
3: was like 89-90 when hypercolor happened. Oh, look, they got Ocean Pacific on got a got got website. Them,
4: got them at Walmart. Oh, they've gone to Walmart? That's what I'm saying. OP was
3: the the first. You used to have to go to (laughs) (laughs) Penny's. OP was the the first company
4: to successfully translate the surfing lifestyle into a comprehensive fashion idea. They've been demoted
2: from
3: Macy's to... Walmart, they're like wah, tap out. Wah. Well, see, like Op is like the Nickelback, right? So like Billabong, <laughs> Billabong was cool yep. and stayed cool. Vans was cool and stayed yep. cool. Yeah, Vans is mm-hmm. always been Op cool. got so big that they became like Nickelback, and then it was like, well, I hate it. And it's like, why? Because mm-hmm. everyone has it. Right? Oh, you can get some at Coles. That's a step up from Walmart. Is it? I like Coles because they actually carry
2: black jeans.
3: Yeah. It's <laughs> like, so, you know, like I, for the longest time I couldn't find where am I gonna buy black like Levi's
2: JCPenney's, Macy's, and Coles. Coles hey, was the place I go I get I get my black Levi's from Macy's. I walked into my All mind was blown. I'm like, oh my god, they have black Levi's and yeah. Oh man, I'm, I'm off to California this weekend. I think I might Do get you need myself ocean Pacific? I'm I'm yeah. I am going to get myself a pair of ocean Pacific board shorts. Just so I could say I'm wearing them.
3: Remember Umbro's for a while? Everyone was wearing the soccer shorts. Oh yes, Umbro's, dude. Yeah, oh, I, I was never no. into that. I had a pair of Umbro's that were really, really comfy. Yeah, because they're made for you to be able to like run in and not. You oh know, yeah, kind of not be in the way of your leg in any way, shape, or form. Those so
4: you, are definitely not within the wheelhouse of my fashion.
3: Understood. Whatsoever. Yeah, they were like, com- like these days, man. I wouldn't be caught in anything that basically isn't a camouflage cut off short or op's now. Yeah, we no, all, I don't. dude, we all got to rock op's. I'm not a big shorts guy anyway, unless I do what I me call neither. my my NASCAR comfies, which is a cut off pair of sweatpants nice. shorts <laughs> with a T-shirt. That was my move on tour. Is I'd walk into I've, I've told the story on the cast about when they thought I was homeless in Chico because I was wearing my NASCAR comfies, sir. And they to told th- you not to come back. <laughs> yeah, they tried to throw me out of the venue, man. They did. They tried to throw me out of whatever theater we were. Playing. Because they thought I snuck in to lay in front of the box fans. Because they found me asleep on the floor, uh-huh. <laughs> and I'm wearing I'm wearing a pair of cutoffs. See, that's like Cut the off. yeah, that's like yeah. the
4: standard professional strip club attender. Oh god, Is the I person know. wearing those? I don't yeah. know
3: if they'd allow you in. I wonder.
2: Yeah, I mean, I mean, what are your intentions if you show up wearing like cut-off, cut-off sweatpants? Off
3: sweatpants? Guys always don't they up, Isn't peak? that the move though, with strip clubs? The guys go in wearing sweatpants and boxers?
4: Yeah, but if you're wearing the cutoff
3: ones, so they can be stimulated. That means
4: you get like immediate access. Because tr- I remember like... Turtlehead turtle head action. Yeah, a long, yeah. long time ago. It might yeah. have been, we,
2: prairie dogging. We might have been going like Rick's or one of those places a long time ago. And it was like summertime, so we all showed up summertime. and we were still in our shorts. And they were just like, you know, next time, don't wear these kind of shorts because they were kind of like the, almost like swim trunk type shorts. Yeah, like the basketball and I, shorts. And my buddy was like, why? And they're like, because it feels too good. <laughs> and I was like, oh, yeah. Yeah. they don't want guys yeah. making messes in their pants yeah. like that.
4: Yeah. You're
2: mm.
3: in there, mm. you're in there like mm-hmm. a suit of armor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, at least
2: they're water repellent. Oh, uh, oh, hey, cool. welcome to the Mixcast. Cast. <laughs> hey, everybody. Oh, man. So I got to, Glenn, we got to talk about your show. Yeah. yeah. yeah uh, I, I'd like to extend my apologies because I, I bought a ticket. We'll all you even t-
3: bought a ticket, man. I, uh, a, yeah.
2: thanks, I'm not gonna ask. I I don't I don't I want to help make sure that you guys, you know I know. I, I know how it is. It, man, I appreciate this it. fear of selling enough tickets. I'm like, you know what? I'm wrestling that night. I didn't really spend much time talking about that because I was like, I really wanted people to go see your show. I mean, obviously, like it's nice when people come see me wrestle, but I was like very intentionally wanted to make sure in the last cast, even though I'm doing a 2 yeah. one battle show. There's not many times where someone's going to have their first CD release show.
3: Yeah. So I'd rather the attention be on that. But plus, it was call. the premiere of the entire project. Yes. I mean, there was a, it was huge. There was a lot of people there that had not heard the music right. at all and had no idea what to expect. They just so knew I, that you
4: were going to be there. They knew that I yeah. put this
3: thing out, and they knew that this was the first time this band technically was going to be... Well, it was the first time this band was ever going to play in Seattle. Yeah. So a lot of people walked in like, I'm here to see what Glenn's doing. So I want to make sure like anyone yeah. who's like a mixed cast listener, like, all eyes on this, which is really cool. So I... I'll
2: I was mm-hmm. like, well, if my hatch ends in time, I can hurry over there. And then it was just, it got to the point where like by the time my match ended, I had a big adrenaline dump. By the time I took all oh, my clothes off yeah. and changed and like kind of like got you to just, the point where I just want to nap. I uh, no, I mean I was still I was at, at at the show box the entire time and I was feeling fine. By the time I was feeling fine and ready to like mingle, and as I looked at my phone and I'm like, it's 1035. Glenn told me to go on around 1040-ish man, <laughs> this ain't happening. Nope. It's just like, as much as I want it to happen, this yeah. ain't happening. So I just opted just to stay there. And I'm glad I did, in a sense, because the night was incredible at the showbox. It was one of the greatest wrestling nights. Not because I won the Battle Royal, no big deal, was but it well I did. Was it well-attended, man? No like, yes. Was uh, it well-attended as the last one I <laughs> no. was at? No, it wasn't sold out like the, um, well, it might have been close to the one that you had, because the one I went to was packed. The one you it went was jumping, man. And but they learned after that one that they could have fit more people. But oh, like right, it was the first right, time right. they've ever done a wrestling show, so they capped it around like five fifty. And and then the next time we did one, I think they capped it at seven hundred. We sold that one out. This one felt more like. About five fifty were there, still respectable. That's don't get yeah. me Killer, still though, a great, yeah. With the no ring sellout. in the middle
3: of the room like that, yeah. that's
2: still an amazing audience. Oh, man. dude, it was nuts, and yeah. it, was, it was fun. Winning the battle royal was—I got to beat a guy over the head with a boogie board because it was a beach party <laughs> battle royal. <laughs> Is this where the Ocean
3: Pacific <laughs> thing started? I bro? think maybe. maybe, yeah, yeah, yeah. Good call. <laughs> I got Bright. beach parties on
2: my mind, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I was, I was, I was feeling good. Like it's nothing like you know when you win and the, the crowd reacts like, yeah, you won. But I was bummed I missed out on the show. But everything I've seen on social media and everything I've heard from people said that it was just a magical night.
3: Oh, yeah, dude. Well, it was funny because I... I'm, I love you, man. You're segueing in it, but I was getting ready to be like, dude, did you have two matches or were you just in the Battle Royal? What time were you on? I'm getting ready to geek yeah. out with you about a <laughs> Battle I, Royal. And you turned it right back at me, man. <laughs> yeah. I got more wrestling well, on chair. I had, share. like three questions on deck. Like oh, yeah. I was ready to get well, this thing going. Well, I,
2: I have some wrestling stories to share about Sunday's wrestling thing, but I, I want to hear about the show because- Well,
3: um, um, yeah. So, yeah, dude. I, I mean, you said it. It was, um, honestly, it was a magical night. Like, of course, Stoke FB, Woodshed, 10 Miles Wide, great bands. Yeah, they, um, they don't suck. So, you know, you've got an amazing thing going on there. Um, it was really, it was kind of crazy because they did have a daytime event that day. So normally there you load in at, say, 4 o'clock. We didn't even have access to the room until 5. And then, mm-hmm. honestly, people were still, like, drunk in there singing karaoke at, like, 20 after 5. What the <laughs> hell was <is> going <laughs> so on like, there? Oh, dude, I know. Well, was it like a kid's party? <laughs> no, it was like some kind of a corporate event or something. And oh, wow. They hit me up and said, hey, look, so would you, you, you know, they were really cool about it. They were yeah. like, we're thinking about booking the room that day. We know you have a seven o'clock door and four bands. The it's, event it's ends cool. at five. Do you think? And I was like, man, that's a two hour turn. I'm like, that's really tight, but I think if everyone's on point, we can do it.
4: Is it really tight? Like, it just seems like that would, as a person who has no idea,
3: Crazy that, that would be okay, yeah. okay, okay. Crazy Between
2: tight. loading in, nobody gets there on time, and then trying to get some sound checks out of there. Oh, okay. The yeah, that, okay. So you figure
3: four bands worth of gear, first, the, head, the headliner gets up gets everything up, and sound checks, and then, you know... Damn, okay. I always used to not sound check, but over the years... Um most clubs have digital boards so they can save your mix and they can save your yeah. monitor mix mm-hmm. so now it's worth yeah. it but i used to go into places and i'd be like do you guys have an analog desk i'm like then they're like yeah i'm like no need to sound check i'm going to go get dinner
2: yeah well yeah, well, no. <laughs> yeah to group. me it yeah. was
3: let's let's get the other bands up and yep. get the opening act a really good check because you can't save your work anyway I mean, and, it, and you'll be able to dial it in from the other bands yeah, use them well, uh, as a guinea pig well a lot of it's your <laughs> monitor mixes on stage too, what yeah. you can hear or not hear but you know i always just I was always just always about trying to do everyone a solid, right? Yeah, yeah. So sense. anyway, um, yeah, it was, it was a little tight, but we pulled it off. I mean, like, Stoic FB was finished doing their sound check, and it was like 659. Oh, You know, wow. like, I, it was that tight. Okay. And Corey, ah, the house, she house manager, tight. she came down, <laughs> and she was like, wow. And I'm like, yeah, we pulled it off. You know, kind of big hugs and high fives. Yeah. Um, But yeah, uh, a lot of people... Some people were there that had heard the record, like you know, but there were a lot of people that hadn't. There were mm-hmm. a lot of people that were literally just like, "Well, let's go see what this guy's let's doing." Go to the rock which show, which meant the world to me. And yeah, I mean, the band uh, we just slayed. We got on stage, mm-hmm. we do what we do. Yeah, um, clips I heard
2: sounded great, and I mm-hmm. was just through a cell yeah. phone. On social oh media. man, <laughs> Je- Jeff. And
3: L- well, and you know, there was like uh, Brett came down, so Sam Hausted came down, like a lot of. There were a lot of kind of stealthy, heavy hitters in the audience yeah. that came down to see this thing. And, um, like, no pressure. Yeah, well, right. N- y- y- yes Self-imposed and, pressure. Yes and yeah. no, right? Yeah. Like, I had no more pressure than I just... My whole intention was this with this show was to sort of plant this flag and let people know that this is legitimate, that this is what I'm doing on a go-forward, and hopefully people would be excited about it. And, and engaged by it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So this is the the biggest thing to me, like, whether there was fifty people there or it was sold out, I really didn't care. I just wanted people to go, Oh God, this is really good and I love where he's headed. Mm-hmm. And that's definitely we Really pulled that off. That's awesome. I mean, we did that song The Void, and there were people out in the audience crying and stuff. Like, that's amazing. You know, uh, and then, oh man, right? <laughs> like, you know, like, I know Whoa. it's just like when
4: you could bring people to tears. Well, was it's like, it Wyatt? Yeah, it was absolutely <laughs> Wyatt. Come on.
3: Well, but it's it's great too <laughs> in you in that, um, <laughs> you know, after that, we're able to swing it clear back the other way because a lot of this music, you know, is in, it's in. Um, I really wanted to. It's entertainment, right? Yeah. I'm not... Like with Window pane. there was so much thought and so much energy that went into all this. I threw all that out the window and I'm like, man, I just want to make people dance and laugh and move and rock out or... Feel it. You know, feel it. Be emotional or be happy but enjoy this ride and let's entertain. Let's really just entertain. So the band is, you know, all of those things and I think we landed there really successfully and, and uh, yeah, people loved it, man. People were blown away by it, like just overwhelmingly so. I was... That night, I mean, I was just high as a kite, right? Oh, a and then I get up the next day, it's like and you want a battle royal where like you use the <laughs> <a> boogie board. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Head. You know, and then you want to go buy Ocean Pacific clothing. You I know, know? right? How you does know, that even stylish work out? and comfortable, but uh, you know, <laughs> and, next, and uh, clearly affordable. Yeah, it, right, <laughs> right. Yeah. Get them at Walmart. Yeah, buy some power strips yeah. and uh, yeah. while you're there, you seven know? for uh, twelve bucks. <laughs> I how that works. <laughs> and a mailbox yeah. <laughs> and a floaty. But no, I mean, the next day, Tony and I got up and just like. Wow, and then uh-huh. talked more about the night, and then finally, you know, in that e- the later in the evening, I'm like, I'm gonna let myself get on social media, and I just started seeing what people were posting, yeah, and the things they were saying. I know, like our and, buddy Don, uh, I saw he posted oh, something man, pretty yeah, yeah, powerful. Yeah, Don Roberts put up a thing, you know. Yeah. I think he said like, this is the the blues rock album that we we never knew we needed did, needed, but definitely deserved or yeah. something. It was a really cool post. Oh, it blew me away, man! And and you know, I'm just seeing that kind of thing left, right, and center, and. Even from those videos, like Danny May Rock Girl, Danny May Red mm-hmm. hit me up. She's like, oh, my God. She's like, no offense. I, I had no idea you could sing like that. And mm-hmm. she's like, you are amazing. I'm so bummed I missed the show. And her and I had a little dialogue back and That's forth. Cool. I'm like, hey, this is just getting started, you know. But, um, yeah, the response was overwhelming. And, of course, I called Brett. and I'm like, so? What do you think? And all his feedback was just, dude, oh, my God. Like so Brett was should, there? Oh, God, yeah. Nice.
2: Yeah, and he was just like, dude, I can't. Brett I can't. Eliason, who produced the record. Yeah, and produced the record. With Pearl uh, Jam, mixed
3: the Bruiser Brody record. Did the record. Bruiser Brody record as well. Yeah, and he's. pane, You know, he's going to swing some the Small band Pearl Jam. That's right. That's <laughs> right. You know, yeah. I love some other some small other bands. small band could have sevenfold. Yeah. Oh, Gen. uh R.E.M. Yeah, I mean, these I've heard are the of a down. I've heard of that. They, they, Evanescence. Good local bands. <laughs> Mad Season, that was all him. That was the Mad Season was, was yeah. Brett wow. top to bottom. Yeah. Brett and John Burton, actually. Yeah. But, um, yeah, his, his feedback was just, like, all That's the guys cool. were like, dude, did Brett have any critiques? I'm like... Actually, man, he was just like, I cannot wait to watch this thing grow because he's like, I, th- I think it's going to take off like wildfire. It would be great if you have to so, your band. He said, yeah, everything he said, I did great. You just, I just need a new backing band. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> well, Or it's like, well, Louis, Jeff, and Lance were really good, Glenn. Something, <laughs> about,
2: the, something about the singing. I'm not too sure about it. I mean, the rhythm section was on point. Keyboards were great. That's about all I got to say. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Okay. <laughs> all right.
3: Sweet. Was, oh, wait a second. Wait. No, I'll wait. Just, wait, wait, I, wait. No, man. I would just be like, understood. Oh. I,
2: I, <laughs> speaking of your band, uh, I was listen, I, like I said, this is a record, and, and again, it, it's called "Devil in the Sunshine," and I mentioned it before how the record. Each time I listen to it, I fall in love with it more. Yeah. It's like one of those albums where it's just like, oh, I picked up on that. Oh, that's cool. Good. That's yeah. Because awesome. there's
3: a lot of flavors there, and, and
2: I've recently been listening to it more in my headphones because I've been working out to it. So, you oh, oh, no, Nice. nice. My, thank you. My my thanks you. <laughs> yes um, <laughs> yeah.
3: But yesterday I was... am more like a body that was in the river. I'm kind of just bloated. You yeah, know, not like, swole. i have taken on yeah, water, yeah, right? yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, there's a new favorite song for me. What you got Uh here? It's, it's one of the last songs on the record. It's called Don't Let Me Down.
3: Yeah. like a son of a bitch, but I, know yeah. I know when I get there. So good. The way it starts...
2: Bam. And then, oh man! Once the, the the chorus kicks in, oh yeah! Like I got an extra couple of sets in because of that. <laughs> yeah. Love that drum part.
3: Yeah, those guys are all so on point. Right, it's got rock it. and roll, man. I got it's it, man. Goosebumps. Right? I ain't lying. <laughs> That's right. That makes it feel great. It's the keyboard or the whatever he's doing, the organ. No, yeah, that's a, a piano line. When we were, I I heard that in my head when we were when we were working all this mm-hmm. stuff up. Lance is playing all this great stuff, and uh, in the chorus there, I'm like, man, I'm hearing this thing that literally I was just hearing one note going, Bing, 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 yeah. Bing, like oh. a counter movement. And he was like, Oh, dude, what if I toggle it? Went, Ding, 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 Ding. If you listen, that's what he's doing. He's doing low high. Oh, that yeah, was no, that's like, the next time. Yeah. I was like, I love it, Lance, and he's like, Oh well, let's try that, and that became this. Check it out.
0: Yeah.
3: And then this breaks a lot of fun, Lance. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, come on, right? <laughs> it's like if i um...
2: What was the piano player in Charlie Brown? Oh, was it Linus? Linus? Schroeder. 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 And Schroeder discovered Pot and Led Zeppelin. <laughs> you know he did. He'd be playing on this song. Yeah. I love the vocals on this song.
4: Nice. I like how you say
2: bitch.
4: Oh yeah dude. <laughs> <you guys. laughs>
3: The Lance in this part. <laughs> <laughs> you know,
2: like, such a good song. Thanks, dude. such man, a thanks. good song. I, 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 yeah, I was like a oh, mental note playing this song on the mixtape. Yeah, oh, thanks. Yeah. That's my new favorite on the record. When it's,
3: it's great, like the, in those choruses, as a guitar player, I'm just playing these three chords. That's what it wanted, right? That was one of those things where, especially given the way Windowpane approached music, I really went after this with like, what does this song want? Mm-hmm. And it's funny when you look up this particular song I have the lyrics posted for all the songs and the lyrics of that song are life's hard like a son of a bitch but I know where to go when I get that itch Mm -hmm. love don't know can't find me don't let me down Hmm. that's it Mm -hmm. that's it and so if you look up (laughs) if you look up those lyrics and scroll down a little bit in parentheses there's a note from me it's on iTunes that way and everywhere where I'm like Hey man, look, I thought about writing more words to this, but it just, but it, just fits. it just didn't need yeah, it. Yeah, so yeah. that's, this is it. This is literally the words of the song. And like, if you go, you oh can- Oh my gosh, I'm on Apple Music right what now. What does it say? What does it say?
2: <laughs> so on Apple Music it says, life's hard like a son of a bitch, but I know where to go when I get that itch. Love don't know, can't find me. Love don't know, can't find me. Don't let me down. Then it goes, yep, that's it. The words <laughs> to the whole song. <laughs> I just didn't think it needed more, you know? This. Yeah, this covered it. Holy
3: smokes. <laughs> I put that out there for the whole world to see. I don't think I've ever
2: seen. Like, I thought a it would little. would be great, man. Like, so me awesome. Up. You like a, me like up, a note man. from the you, author, yeah. right? Yeah, right. dude. Bro, like, like I, thank you, thank you. I think yeah. it's genius, Because right? honestly, had you not said that, I thought there's maybe like. Like a full, a like you a full, or, like, yeah. you know, a no, full laundry list of lyrics because no, I'm not dude. a lyrics guy, no. so I'm just kind of feeling it. And I know, don't let me down. That's the part I know. Yeah, that, well, that song, that <laughs> song was but about.
3: I mean, it's you know, that particular piece of music wasn't like the void. Obviously, is a bit of a lyrical um, emotional journey. Right. That song. How funny! And that's it's like my just, favorite right now. Uh, it's that song's about an energy. Yeah, like this is about an attitude and an energy. And it, yeah. it didn't want some big elaborate nonsense. It didn't want all that crap. In a weird way, it's very you Beatles-esque. Know? Yeah, just you know, you say it's your birthday, it's my birthday too. you. Yeah. boom, awesome, love it. Right, <laughs> right. Um, so that that's, is awesome. But that's why I got on there and, and put that little personal note. And it's it's like that. And anywhere you find the record,
2: yeah. If you have Apple Music, just open up like the the page that shows the full album artwork with the song, and then just kind of scroll up, and it'll eventually pull up the lyrics. So if it's, you don't it's, know, to be
3: saying "Yep, that's it." What's yep. it say? It's a, no,
2: it's got the three dots, the ellipses. Okay. And then it goes, "Yep, that's it." The
3: words to the whole song.
0: <laughs>
2: it's so
3: funny, dude. That's hilarious. Yeah, I'm glad you guys think it's funny, man. Because I thought it was brilliant when I did it. Yeah. You know, but um, what I was gonna say about that song is, um, I mean, in those choruses, anyway, I'm not doing much on guitar. I'm just playing three chords. Again, mm-hmm. that's all it wanted. But what's amazingly cool about Lance and Louie and Jeff, if you listen to Jeff's bass line... Oh, it's busy. It's terrifyingly amazing, right? (laughs) Louie's drums are sick. Lance is doing all this sassy, almost uh, roadhouse blues ragtime piano stuff in the background. So, like... I air bass and air drums and air piano yep. to my own record. <laughs> no. Like, yeah. man. Air yeah. piano. Please. Oh, dude, I do. I'm playing piano uh, on my steering wheel. Yeah, yeah <laughs> man. I, actually, I, like, I can play this part. And I'm like, just sitting the one note. I don't air guitar to my rock record. I air piano to yeah. it. It's a blast, man. Well, I always it's say that.
2: I've always said with music, what I love is to serve the song. That's why, like, so many times, like, my drumming is so simple. My favorite parts of some of my drumming on even Bruiser Brody or other records I've done is when I just dip out completely because it fits what the song yeah, needs. It, I, it's not about trying to show off how talented I am. And, and you're right. Like here you are keeping it simple, but then it allows guys, those guys yeah, to just go yeah.
3: balls out. Well, I also think you and know, they're serving the song by doing that busy stuff. Exactly. And, and depending on the, the journey you want to create, like, Like I said, that song's all about energy and attitude. It doesn't need to be overthought. It doesn't need six million changes. It doesn't need a bunch of words. It doesn't need an elaborate break. It doesn't need, and yet it has actually kind of an elaborate break. It's all kinds of cool stuff going on. But Mm -hmm. this was, uh, I forget who I was having that conversation with, and I said this was literally uh, for the, everything was done for the sake of the song. Nothing Mm -hmm. was done for the sake of the musician. Yeah, you know, and we're all all of us at one point or another get to really play our asses off on this record, but when needed, song for song, it was about the song Mm -hmm. and not you know not as a musician. And I think that's why it engaged the audience so well because people they loved it. And like I was starting to say earlier, like people we brought them to tears with the void, and then a couple songs later, we're playing something so sour, and half the room, the records barely even out. Half the room was singing along. How cool is that? The whole room started clapping in unison. I mean, it was party. It was great, yeah, and that's what I wanted, man. Like, girls were dancing, and I'm like, yes! You know, like... So much big, heavy rock music can turn into a bit of a sausage party, you know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. it's just a bunch of guys pounding yeah. their fists, yeah. Yeah. and there's nothing wrong with that, and I love playing that kind of music, and God like knows Fisto I, from He-Man. I've done it for 20 years, but <laughs> was he the guy that twisted back and forth? <laughs> I don't know if he was. <laughs> no. Probably in a Mechaneck. you twist his torso his neck his neck his and head, and then yeah. there was Ram Man, you'd squo- Ram down you pop up, and then the man with the iron fist, which was Fisto. Fisto! Fisto. See? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. The fisto's just dying for a sex joke, but well, anyway, he, he writes it The the show was incredible. Um and what's what's awesome is the people that were there were so excited about it mm-hmm. that then they went and began to talk everywhere about it. And so now what I'm getting is uh, an ocean of, Oh my god, I wish I'd been there. Yeah. Which is, is great because Straight it's just, hey, this is yeah. just the beginning, man. This is going to be more shows. This is just the beginning. We're just getting started. like You're not pulling a Travis and saying, that's my final show. It's my solo <laughs> project. Ah, I, yeah, I love no, you, Travis. Man. You know oh, I dude. do. This is my boy.
2: And, and I get why. Uh, if you haven't heard Travis's interview with Kevin from Metal Shop, uh, I, it's I a powerful it interview. It's so good. Yeah. And, uh, it just, and you'll understand why he doesn't want to keep playing these songs that he did for a solo record live because they're just too emotional. Yep. Yeah, yeah he no, said every I, time he performs
3: them, yeah. it's like opening up a wound yeah. again. And yeah, no, the, that's I, brutal. Uh, yeah, yeah, so
2: I respect it. But I yeah. thought that was funny,
3: like how you're like, no, this is we got more shows. And oh, he's like, I'm yeah. done playing shows. Well, you know, <laughs> I, I only have the one wound song. Hell, when, when I sang The Void, when I sang the third verse of The Void on stage, my mm. voice got shaky. And I was like, oh, God, I'm going to lose it. Yeah. And, you know, when we ended the song, you just feel that it kind of sucked the air out of the room. Um, it's and, always hard. Like I mean, I remember even yeah. like on
2: the air when, when my dog Lucy, it's an odd connection, but when Lucy passed, I thought after a few days of being home alone or with my wife, I was going to be okay by the time we went back on the air because we had some time off right around that time. Yeah. And first break, I thought for sure, this won't be hard. I've already talked freely oh, with my dude. friends and family about her passing for the last few days. I felt like I got, but it was something weird about in front of a microphone. This is the first time I'm sharing and the emotions hit. I can understand it's kind of like with a song. It's the first time you're sharing these emotions in front of people on a microphone. It's a whole different animal than it is doing it in a studio. Well, And if
3: you get into that, that headspace, I mean, there was songs, there was windowpane material that was like that, where seven years later I was just in the headspace and really connected with that song in that moment. And there I am choking back those emotions, which just tells me like, okay, we did a good job building this. right? Mm -hmm. So, but yeah, the void, I, you know, I was like, ah, and so the, the song ended, it sucks the air out of the room. And, I think on Mike I'm like, Jesus, wow. You know, and I kinda turn around and segue into shiny wiped, happy people. Yeah, well, yeah. Pretty much though, so, right?
2: I wiped the sweat off my face. Now and... we have a cover of Pop That Coochie
3: by Two Live Crew. <laughs> yeah, man. But uh, it was Please. totally totally that right. moment where uh we were we we're definitely all in it together, where like the audience yeah. was feeling the heaviness of the moment, but they look on stage and and so are we. So is the band. And it's just like whew, you know, and kind of shook that off. And then I can't remember what we went into, but bam! Right after that, it's like whoo! It's like a really great roller coaster. Yeah, you know. Well, even like that song, like I mean, I'm you know it's
2: tired feeling and then as soon as we play that song I had like this newfound energy uh,
3: I love that you got goosebumps man that's rad yeah, thanks Ian that's yeah. a hell of a compliment I
2: genuinely love the record and I think that my arm hair it shows I'm, I'm
3: excited man um,
2: I'm, I think that should be the tagline <laughs> on the CD genuinely love this check your arm hair
3: check your arm hair, <laughs>
2: that, and, if, your arm hair. <laughs> and what was the name of that uh, Peanuts guy again uh, Schroeder?
3: Schroeder Schroeder and if Schroeder did pot and listen to Led Zeppelin this is what <laughs> he this would be, what doing. He be doing yeah you know in 10 years he did well I've got um, <laughs> our next North, Northwest show is um, Jazz Bones on, I believe, August 24th. is nice, hitting that T-Town. With uh, Dead Rebel Saints nice. and Antihero. Oh, oh, God, I love so Antihero. So it'll be a cool show. We'll be at Jazz Bones. I think that I should verify on my website here like a moron, but the first I'm almost certain it is. That's a Saturday. It's a Saturday. Yeah. yeah. Saturday. August twenty
2: fourth. Hang on. Boom. Let me go I'll to put that down. I might be in Portland, but if I'm not, I, the I will. first
4: time I ever saw Antihero yep. was with you guys at Jazz Bones. They're yeah. rocking, right? And they I was just, just like, "Killer." Yeah, I mean, I had way too many uh, too many cookie or not, uh, candies from uh, Mary Mart. It was so a I was, weed central night. I was really, st- I was literally stuck to the wall. <laughs> that show was sponsored by Mary Mart. Yeah, and
2: then <laughs> and, and, and unofficially. That for was everybody a, in the crowd and also everyone on the that stage. That was the one
3: where the fog machine show. went yeah, nuts, right? Up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. And I was like.
2: Yep. Made sense. Yeah, that's appropriate. We're in a cloud yeah, and, of smoke.
3: Uh, think, uh, <laughs> Travis was singing, still waiting. And in the verses, I heard him going, I can't see my drummer. Yep. Yeah. He's only four Steve feet away gone. from me. Like he I just he changed all the words yeah. and was <laughs> singing about the fact that Steve had vanished behind this wall of fog. That and was in a
2: spiritual way, I also vanished during that night.
3: I was stone cold sober that night. I was like, yeah, I'm not drinking tonight. And uh, I had the most fun because everyone around me was out of their mind, stone.
4: Everyone, and the band
3: was on fire. Bruiser Brady was just crushing. Oh my god! It was so. It was such a. That was a really fun night. That was a super fun night. (laughs) So we return uh, August twenty fourth, Saturday, August twenty fourth. I'll be at Jazz Bones.
4: Nice,
2: and
3: then going all the way up to the North End.
4: Someone's got a phone call. Damn
2: spam call, man. What, spam. Me out? Stop calling me 206309, whatever. <laughs> <I> straight up. <laughs> scam
3: likely. I just had yep. my phone in my hand looking up the dates. It's like, ah. And I was like, oh, God, look what I did. <laughs> I, was, I was so happy that but it, was it was in your, your head. phone. It was in your headphones. Uh, dude, doesn't there's only, matter. There's only one phone attached to the board. It doesn't matter. Dude, if something goes wrong, my knee jerk is like that. Like when I see an old person fall, I'm like, did I do that with my thoughts? I really wonder if it's me. Do I do that with my thoughts? I should probably
4: curtail those thoughts a little bit. Right. Maybe I shouldn't think about old people falling. uh,
3: Manifestation. 24th at Jazz Bones in August. (laughs) (laughs) Pacific Northwest shows coming up. uh, August 24th at Jazz Bones. And then um, September. Is it August, September? Yeah, September. Tony V's. 6th at Tony V's with Solotone and Wide Only in the wreckage. Mm -hmm. I was just talking to some people
2: in Everett because I was... Wrestling on, in Everett on Sunday, and a yeah, few were. people brought that up. Oh man, dude, Glenn's yep. gonna be here in Everett. And yep. I'm like, yeah, I got to figure out a way to get down there for that. That's yeah, it, right, yeah. a good
3: one. I'm, i really stoked about that, man. Um, and then
2: October, rumor has it, there's a certain show that might be might sh- rhyme with Figs Fest. <laughs>
3: That's yeah, Twig's Nest. Twig's Nest. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Yeah. Was that October twelfth. October 12th? <laughs> 12th. Keep just that say, date. Keep right, that I mean, date open because we're we're once again putting together maybe <laughs> potentially keep October twelfth free, maybe potentially Definitely. for Twig's Twig's Nest. <laughs> twig's Nest. Um and there's it's uh Bring your berries to Twig's Nest. Rumor okay, has a, a couple bands that
2: Glenn plays in might be a part of that. Yeah, yeah. And, <laughs> and uh, one that I might play in as well. A fairly maybe.
3: fairly legendary Allegedly. drummer is gonna be involved. Like a big name. Huge name. Actually guitarists too. Two big names, yeah. Two like really two big names of the alt
2: rock scene back in the
3: 90s their their project is going to be yeah they're not from here really yeah and they're flying in they're flying in for the show it's going to be cool Pigs Mest to play Pigs Mest Pigs Mest I like that one Pigs Mess. Pigs Mess Fee. Yep. It's like if uh, Buckwheat was promoting the show, dude. <laughs> Buckwheat. Buckwheat. Did you just bring out a little yeah, but... rascals? Hey, it's okay. Why well, got <laughs> yeah. me like that?
4: Wow. No, no millennial has <laughs> wow. any idea. Oh, I think because
2: in a the movie, they do know what you're talking about. When did that was... movie come out? No one remembers Buckwheat? I do, no. but I'm just thinking about like someone maybe in their 20s. Do they remember? No. The no. Do, they,
3: do they remember Eddie Murphy's buckwheat skits? On? Probably not. No. Those are brilliant. Those were like to our Early eighties, seventies. Oh, remember maybe? he did the compilation albums you get times. Oh, dude, I know. feet times and alfalfa. Days.
2: Remember when alfalfa <laughs> shot buckwheat? <laughs> no. Didn't alfalfa shoot or buckwheat shoot alfalfa
4: in the know. Saturday Night skits?
3: <laughs> <I don't> no, <know, laughs> probably. Maybe. I'm dude,
4: pretty sure that
2: happened. I
3: just dude. Remember Eddie Murphy putting out a record remember. as buckwheat? Yeah,
4: buckwheat. Somebody in their twenties may not know about The Little Rascals because the movie came out in 94. Dude, how crazy is that? 25
2: years old. It's like when we do a Seinfeld relate in the mornings. It goes over the head of like Danny. Or this morning, I did a Richard Gere gerbil joke. I laughed. Which... You know, anyone in our age range thinks... Was, this is, was Vicky visibly aroused? Or she <laughs> was, but Danny did not understand yeah, she knows all about it. Now, when I explained it to Danny, then he got a huge stiffy. But oh, okay. Before well,
4: that, he had no idea. I
3: yeah. guess you never know until you tried. Oh, it's crazy. man, dude. It's crazy. for everyone. Some These are those moments everyone. where you start feeling old. Richard Gear too, because it's one of those things where even back then... You can't deny it. As a young it. man, I was like, dude, that is BS. Like, yeah. Even that even addressing is total it, BS.
4: Like, even if you like, say, oh, no, I didn't do this... Everyone's going to be like, "Oh yeah, sure, that's what you're going to say." So no matter There's what no you winning. lose and
3: like, it didn't hurt him. He's had, he's had a hell of a
4: career. Well, it might have hurt him. We don't know about it. It hurt the gerbil, no, but
3: if, if it's true, the gerbil had a bad day. Remember Lemmy Winks from yeah, South Park? Yeah. About it this that's that's yeah, how really, Steve had South to really? relate yeah. it. Yeah, that's my man. Lemmy to. Winks. Brave Lemmy Winks. Lemmy Winks is the second greatest the South Park <laughs> episode. And he the frog prince. the frog prince. And what was the, the sparrow? Or what? Lemmy <laughs> Winks, you must continue <laughs> fall. Have you seen any of this? Oh,
2: my gosh. Watch South Park, the Lemmy Winks
3: episode. And I always <laughs>
2: say, though, the greatest South Park episode of all time is Scott Tennerman must die. Yeah, when they... that the, <laughs> the... Spoiler alert killed his Cartman killed his parents and fed them to him yeah oh yeah and, and then he, it got dark He licks, got so dark he
3: licks the kids tears off of his cheeks yes, yes. oh yeah and then Radiohead oh. shows up and makes fun of Scott Tennerman. dude yeah no 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 so that's oh. his favorite band yeah I love that he makes it's the chili cook off it's, cook-off. it's yeah. the most diabolical yeah. episode <laughs> it's, it's amazing, of <laughs> South Park that's
4: what turns <laughs> Cartman into a legit supervillain. oh yes. dude when like, Cartman starts when licking that. his
3: tears and yeah. groaning with pleasure I was like I, I love this it, program
2: that's amazing to me, I was like, I've never met, I've never witnessed something so twisted, and it was a cartoon. It was next level twisted.
4: See, my favorite, I think, was
2: when Radio had pulled
4: up
3: and they're just like
2: laughing. Oh, spoiler alert on all of it. Sorry, but still it. But you know what?
3: Go rewatch the episode. Nothing, nothing (sighs) we're saying can possibly take no shine off of that episode. Yeah,
4: you can know everything being said in that episode. See, I love the trapped in the closet ones with R. Kelly and Tom Cruise because it's so funny. A John Travolta, like when they're all (laughs) doing that, because it's so funny and it's just it's them unabashedly just making fun of scientology of these actors oh, yeah. and all of this stuff which it's it's got some balls you know just yeah, they, to be like i'm just straight up attacking them
3: they don't pull any punches no. man like i always remember I, I always felt real sorry for skeet Ulrich. i mean what did he, what did he ever do <laughs> oh, to you hurt mean, anyone? you low, low rent uh, johnny depp but when <laughs> yeah yeah in the south park film when satan and sodom oh, my gosh, are in yes. bed together yeah they have a picture of ski Ulrich above their bed, and I remember watching that film. Like, what did he ever do? Man, what
0: did he ever
3: do? <laughs> like, imagine being him. <laughs> yeah, man. Like, what the? F? I mean, you'd have to roll with it. You'd have to be like, you'd have to like. He was great in screen. You'd have to have a sense of humor about it. He was on a TV show. Oh yeah. Didn't last, but the show was excellent, and it was about a small town. Jericho wasn't it? Yes. After yep. the, after the yeah. nuclear Jericho holocaust, Jericho was yeah. good. Jericho it was, was good.
4: They canned it after a season, yeah. and then the fans. Mailed CBS peanuts because peanuts was a thing in it. To, I don't remember that. T- in order to get a uh, to get them to make another season, CBS relented, made another season. That's it got a lot of peanuts, a lot of peanuts, like really? a lot of peanuts, and then uh, it did the same in the ratings, which was terrible, and uh, then it got canned again. No, I think it's, it's like Firefly. Yep. That was just that Being was because fan of that yeah, show. I'm Fox like, didn't I'm understand it. Like, I can't it.
3: believe this didn't fly. This is remarkably <laughs> entertaining.
4: Yeah. The problem with it, also with uh, Firefly, was that Fox. First off, they put it on Friday, which is just a death knell for any TV show. If you are on it Friday evenings, your show is either going to be canceled or they have no faith well, in that's it. That's great. They just spent
2: m- mega millions so to have the WWE. Now it's going to be on Fox on Fridays in the fall.
4: Yeah. That's that's like. Yeah, because nobody getting canceled. Nobody watches TV on Fridays. They're going out and doing stuff, uh, and then Unless also are like me. Oh yeah, me too. I mean, like you know, TGIF. We watched all oh, of that. step by all step, all of it, day yeah. by day. Oh yeah, Suzanne Summers. That was the
2: first time I ever thought about calf cow action. Suzanne Summers and her mm-hmm. daughter. Mm-hmm. Was it Stacy
4: Keats? Oh, was Did it Stacy
5: Keith? Calf cow. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's an old term.
4: <laughs> we never used that for it. years. I've never heard that ever. Well, now congratulations, you have.
3: I mean, I've Our heard mother-daughter, of mother daughter, but calf yeah. calf cow. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, uh, ouch! I mean, that insinuates like. Does Roseanne Barr have a daughter? When I hear calf cow, oh, I'm not thinking. Yeah, uh, so you're taking it a little so bit more you literal. Were, yeah. yeah. My mind goes to the dark places. You know this. <laughs> you never. I know, right? I right, know.
4: Right. Right wow. Another thing they did with the Firefly as well was the fact that they they aired the episodes out of order.
3: Did they really? Yeah. I didn't what? know that. Yeah.
4: Like, I they just put them out of order. I don't know what's Someone Fox. really dropped the ball. Yeah. Yeah. There's There's been a couple times where, like, Fox has done that, where they put no faith. I mean, they had no faith in Family Guy. They canned it after oh, a that's season. Right. that's right. But then that was one of those ones where there was a fervor, and when it came back, it was more popular, so they've kept it around, and they've basically oh, given
3: he, Seth uh, MacFarlane the entire yeah, network. I mean, he, he, right. he riffs about that to mm-hmm. this day. Oh, yeah. You yeah, yeah. can just drop us and rehire us. You mm-hmm. know? Like, he still riffs about it. Oh, man. yeah. Which is crazy
2: nowadays. Like, there's. No threshold, like it used to be. Like we talk about Seinfeld, it took four seasons before that. You look at music, like REM, it took like four records before they became popular.
3: Uh, now, right. now, better pop or you're going to get
2: dropped. Yeah, yeah, dude. yeah Ooh, you yeah. got nice. one. You don't even have a full nice. album yeah, cycle. Right? You got like one song, and if <laughs> not, know? we gave
3: up on you. I know. Well, with, yeah. with me, with the record industry, they just save themselves the trouble and have ignored me. So, <laughs> so you're
4: like, like, oh, it's Glenn Cannon. He's calling <sighs> back again. We're skipping yeah, the middleman. We don't.
3: We don't have to drop you later, man. How about if we just <laughs> cut right to you being upset? <laughs>
4: That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we laugh, but also that sucks.
3: No, no, but hey, hey dude, I, I can laugh about it. I'm really happy I'm getting to make music I want to make. Yeah. Um, right? People are responding to it. And man. are you are you going to have physical copies at your shows? Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, perfect. I just wanted to make sure dude. because I know people can buy them
4: online, but
3: sometimes and, people can oh, yeah, read them got, on yeah. Apple yeah.
4: Music, mm-hmm. Spotify,
2: the, all God that. God bless yeah.
3: everybody has been Bandcamp. hitting me up like, uh, how can I, mm-hmm. you know, like, and I'm like, oh, they're not even, like, when I get done with the show today, I'm going home immediately to, there's a laundry list of stuff I got to do, but one of the first things is to get all the merch available on the website. Nice. And then I've been battling things too. Um TuneCore did an amazingly quick job of my digital distribution. I mean, yeah. I was blown away. The problem is I found out like, I don't know, three days ago. There's another guy out there named Glenn Cannon. I what? just saw that on um, And apparently uh, Lance said he sounded like a mix between Yanni and Fish. No. Now he hasn't put out an album since 2009, so Lance caught it. He was like, dude, on Spotify, they listed you as Glenn Cannon's new release. Crap, he's going to get this paid. this Glenn Cannon? This is Glenn Cannon from 2004.
2: Right, this isn't the alternate take of Don't Let Me Down? Yeah. Oh, boy. It's like that with Peter Parker. There's another Peter Parker band. And we're lumped together in their in that same category, and Weird. it sucks because they don't sound anything like us from back in the day.
4: I hope this is good. anyway. I hope this is
3: you singing, and you uh, just forgot you did this. So I reached out to TuneCore, and they were they were really on point. I'm like, look, this is not this guy's new album. We just happen to have the same name. I didn't even know he existed. Just separate us. Yeah. And apparently now on Spotify, when you look me up, they've made. Instead of making my album His new release They've made All his, his All his old albums Are now my old albums So we're still working The problem Oh my god is, There it is Yeah I haven't been promoting The fact that my record's Out there on all these Outlets yet Because we're still Working this issue This isn't This isn't Jeff on the bass No That's not Louie Lance said it That's was not like Lance He said <laughs> it was like Yami meets Fish <laughs> I mean, it's not bad. At least it doesn't suck, right? I think anyone's going to figure out pretty quick this ain't me.
2: All right, let's check out his um, his hit "Underwater" from his 2009 record. Glen Cannon. We're,
3: we're currently promoting the wrong Glenn Cannon. Yes, it? we are. Do <laughs>
4: <laughs> you know there's an also? There was a Glenn Cannon that was on Hawaii Five O and Magnum PI. Really? Yeah, he's dead now, so you don't have to worry about okay, it. But... Okay, oh, cool. He
3: won't get in my way. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: This sounds like like the like the type of music that was used for '80s. Oh yeah, like, drama shows. Yeah, like like whatever the cop shows. What the was the name of that big cop show back in the Hill 80s? Hill Street Blues. Yeah. Oh,
3: yeah. I got you. I know things. Let me see if I can find... I know things. So anyway, the album's out there everywhere, but we're still working this problem. And actually, God bless Tawny, is last night, man, I got home from work, and I started... <laughs> Hill Street Blues. Yeah, my man. <laughs> Leave that playing while I tell the sad story. Okay. Hey. <laughs> um, got home from work, and I had my phone I'm still 63 emails deep in my email so I've been getting blown up on three formats you between six more emails that'll t- be nice text right I know yeah, that'll be a party uh, between text Facebook Messenger and email it's been an explosion and, and that's great it's all positive stuff but I'm trying to juggle that as well as getting my Kickstarter stuff done as, as well as, V8, you know, right? As well Sorry. as uh, getting this tune court thing sorted out. Plus, i got to get all my merch available on my website. I'm still dealing with promoters up and down the coast trying to put together tour dates. So I got home and it took about 45 minutes until I was in the kitchen just twitching. Because... As I was dealing with stuff, more stuff was coming in. Right. It got to a point, literally, where I was sitting there, and Tony would just hear me in the kitchen go, stop texting me! <laughs> <laughs> you know? Hey, Glenn. Yeah.
4: Uh, you might not know this, but there's also a Glenn Cannon who's a affiliate professor at the UW. That's me. For physical oh, yeah. oceanography. That's me. Glenn
2: is a well-known physio- physical oceanographer. What was that?
3: What was that? <laughs> physical oceanographer. It means I touch the fish. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> this um, Tawny and I, after I had a uh, not a meltdown, but let's just say I had a bit of an anxiety spell. Um, she came out. We had a big powwow, and Tawny's tapping in. She's going to take over all the web-based merch. Oh, stuff, nice. Getting all that. Nice. Lunch she's going to tackle getting. So it's weird. We're like, we you know, it's one of our things. We joke about. We call it Go Team Cannon whenever her and I actually manage to pull something off. So Tawny's swinging in there like the. You know, amazing stud of a human being she is or stud S or whatever she is. She's a goddamn golden goddess. (laughs) She's swinging in. She's going to help help me, you know, juggle all this because, you know, it's taken off and it's doing really well and it's really exciting. But, you know, on top of a full time job. Yeah. I can't. A lot to do, dude. I'm (laughs) spun like a top, and she's like, "Here's what we're gonna do. I'm gonna do this. You're gonna do this, and we're gonna take." And I was like, "I love you." We were laying in bed last night. I'm still like, "I love you," and she's like, "I know." (laughs) Like five minutes later, I'm like, "God, I love you." (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> I know like, please shut up. I'm almost asleep. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, it's so
2: funny. Like, so Love like, well, you, baby. So to give you an idea, like it's funny how sharing a category with the same, like an artist of a similar name. So when Peter Parker, you know, like this is us, right? This is like what we sound like. And I'll just throw like a little head to me. You know, it's rock and roll, loud noise. I like it. And I'm like, oh, there's another Peter Parker. And we share the
3: same What do thing. they sound like? I, <laughs> so this is us. Here we go.
2: This is the other Peter Parker.
3: It's the gin blossoms. There she goes. I like that song. So oh, wow.
4: Wow. Mike, wow. this is a song that plays this while... This is montage music. This is the song that plays while the Scooby gang is running from the ghost. Yes, but the oh, problem
2: yeah. is, at least with your Glenn Cannon, it's obvious it's not you. Yeah, this like, could
3: actually be... Somebody might be like, what the hell happened to Peter Parker? It's still rock. It's just, you guys sold out. Way to go, <laughs> way to go friend's theme song on us. Oh, here's another one.
2: You know what the weird thing is this peter parker they all of their songs have karaoke versions as well nice so if you want to do
3: karaoke it's there don't tempt me we all heard what i did with red solo cup
2: There goes love. They're not bummed. Nope. Don't let them down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's no void on this record, dude. Hey, Glenn. And, and there's another uh, Peter
4: Parker as well. <laughs> what are you finding? Uh, I'm finding all of you, like the other dimensional yous at this point. I
3: know there's a glencannon.com, and I think the guy's a prote- pro- professional photographer.
4: Oh, because there's a Glenn Cannon right here who, uh, who was an author who was born in Hong Kong. Oh.
3: Yeah. Hong Kong, and his name's Glenn Yeah, Cannon. and he moved to Australia. When he was uh, six years old. Just seems like a stretch. Right? Hong Kong, Glen Cannon. That's like Western Maryland. What's your name? Fong Duck Troy. <laughs> like, what? Is this Glen Cannon? No, this is another Peter Parker. <laughs>
2: oh, whoa. Sorry. Uh, apparently that Peter. Oh, needs to up, he is mouth. upset. Sorry, He's rev. upset. Sorry rev. Sorry, rev. Yeah, I'm sure you are. There's another Steve Miggs that does radio. In Florida, no really? way. Two G's apparently. All right, it's at least Miggs. I'm not sure if it's a Steve Miggs, but sometimes like I'll get a random tweet from somebody who's like pissed off at that guy. You like not <laughs> me. F not you it. for saying that, blah blah blah. And I'm like, what the hell did I say? And I look at their their where their Twitter accounts from, and it's from Florida. I'm like, oh, you get the wrong guy. Uh, wrong Miggs. Uh, sorry, and they'll usually the right back. Odds, like, right, there right. Was the,
4: there's a Glenn Cannon that worked for FEMA. That's oh nice. yeah, that was Glenn I'm as well. I'm into that. Yeah. See, this is something I do. This is sound, this sounds totally, utterly stupid, but I found all of the people that have Justin Robinson on Twitter, yeah, and I follow them. And then what I'll do is I'll like their stuff or I'll respond to it, uh huh. Because I just want them to think it's like, wait, did I just respond to myself? <laughs> like, there's one that's like a like a like a a monster noir author in promoting LA. insanity.
3: <laughs> yeah, no,
4: there's a, yeah, there was a Glenn Cannon in uh in the NFL, huh?
3: He's, he revs all, hello me, it's me again. No, it's great.
2: <laughs> it's fun. I feel bad for the guy on Twitter that has my, is just at Steve Miggs because I'm at I'm Steve Miggs. And it's a guy who has like a private account. So he's clearly not trying to get any kind of like, you right. know, he's just a Steve. I think he's also got the same last name. He just right. goes by Steve Miggs as well. And every once in a while, someone will tag him. And I, like, I'll like i find it because it's like they tagged BJ Miggs, but they also wrote Steve at Steve Miggs. And I'm like, oh, this poor guy is just getting inundated with stupid stuff. But then there's someone on Twitter, on Snapchat, and we've talked about this, I believe, before, that has a similar handle, but it's not my handle. And one of the main ladies that does social media here followed him and they started writing her. And she's like, This is weird, why? Is Steve just writing, like, hey, what's up? And she's like, Not much. How you doing?
3: And he and he sent back a snap of him shirtless. <laughs> <laughs> Is that when she realized it wasn't you? Thankfully, yes. You know, luckily, he didn't just send her a D-pic. Next and thing you know, you'd be in Hair Club's office. Dude, that was my first like, response. He'd be Steve? like, it's not mine, it's not
2: mine. Yeah, Proof you're it. being let right. go.
4: You are out of here.
2: And I'm, like, pulling off my pants. Just be like, look, look. I, uh, I manscaped differently.
4: I leans this way. It's a lightning bolt. It's a
2: lightning bolt. When she told me that story, that was the first thought I had. And I, I was like, oh, my gosh, that could have been a lot worse. Happened, and she yeah. started laughing. She's like, I know. And I'm like, she's like, I knew once. I was just like, man, what if like it was even from the neck down? She's like. Yeah, I'm glad that it showed his face because it instantly made me realize I was messaging them. I was, the wrong like, Megs. Because she's like, I thought it was odd that in the middle of the night you just said, "Hey, what's up" to me because, like, we don't that would we're never not happen. friends. Like, we don't talk like that. Like, yeah. we're just coworkers. You know, like I will never have a conversation with her
3: outside of work. Here's a picture of me with my shirt off, and I'm just like, <laughs> "Hey, what's up?" And she's like, "Not much. How are you?" And shirtless guy, and I'm like, geez, man, zero to a hundred real quick." <laughs> yeah, That's a, man. I'm so glad to not be single in today's world. You know right? what I mean? Like, yeah. hey, can you imagine? No. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I might I'm have very... actually
4: had a chance. Like, I mean, it literally <laughs> took my wife, like, beating me over the head and then finally yep. showing up in studio and me being, being like, oh, okay, I guess I mean, this person is okay. She had to, like, okay.
3: chloroform you and take you somewhere in the trunk of her car. And Didn't she gave it, up herself.
4: Much. And then I was like, okay, I think I could do this.
3: I think I'm in love. I
4: think I'm okay. It's with- <laughs> typical. Ravi just assumes the worst. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
3: Hey, we gotta, do that with my thoughts.
2: <laughs> I got to give a shout out to Andy. He emailed us um, and he said hi to everyone on the podcast. I don't have any kind of social media, so maybe I missed the post, but I was excited about the show at the Lime. And I saw it disappear from the band website. Still on the event page for the Lime. Uh, yeah, the Bruiser Brody's not playing the Liquid Lime as of
3: right now. Well, that was that show was last Saturday. Oh, well, yeah, we're not there. <laughs> <laughs> dude, I was talking to uh, our bro, Brandon. Sorry, guys. You know, um, and he hit me up and was like, dude, I wanted to stay in oh, town crap. long enough to catch the show on the 13th. Because he came down for the my premiere party. And he was like, but I had to get back in town. And I hit him back. I'm like, good thing you did, bro, because that show was canceled oh. a while back. So that's
2: why he has a picture in front of a drum set. Oh, man, you went to the show. I'm sorry to hear. Dude, uh, Andy, next time we play. Wait, so
3: did he go to the line? Yes. And And found out there was. Oh,
2: no. And he's rocking a a big stink (sighs) shirt. Which is awesome. Which is available at oh, ProWrestlingTees.com. He's, he's, <laughs> he's got his
3: hands out like, what the <laughs> <F>? <laughs> He's like, <"What? laughs> Where, where's the band? <laughs> Where did the band go? Oh,
2: Andy. No. Oh, man. Hey, thank you for going to ProWrestlingTees.com slash I'm Steve Miggs <laughs> and getting a big Stink shirt. Thanks for supporting
3: Bruiser Brody and shows that we oh, weren't playing. Dude. Um, I don't know when
2: there was it's going to be rescheduled.
3: I'm really sorry about that, bro. Um, To anyone that went to the line. He the also list- bought a new Glenn Cannon record. He thank said, you. too. Sorry about uh. that, man. Yeah, the um, there was a mix-up with... Um, it was supposed to be a big show involving multiple bands. Um, some of those bands fell off, and at that point, JT, who handles all of our booking, thought that... It um, we sh- done. He thought the show had been canceled. Yeah. And so then JT set up a trip to Chicago, Chicago. with his beautiful wife, and all of a sudden, he found out after... so. Plus, JT's He's been trying to deal with. It was just a big misunderstanding. So. On so many levels. Yeah. To- these things happen. Oops. Um, <laughs> and, but, yeah, if you went to the Lime last Saturday, this past Saturday.
0: Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced.
1: Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Sorry. Andy, um,
2: (laughs) you might need to remind me. I took it down off my website. That's all I've got to say. Next Bruiser Birdie show, which will probably be Migs Fest, or maybe there's another show after that as well that we'll let you know when we know, Um, or before, I can't remember. I think it's after, right? The, the, The casino one? It is after. Yeah, okay. So there's a couple shows in October that are happening. Yeah, there's two. Let us know which one you can make. I'll put you on the guest list, and I'll also buy you a shirt. Uh, so just, yeah, sorry I feel that, terrible too. about that, man. <laughs> yeah, And the picture the picture is the greatest the picture. The that is a funny Describe picture. Describe the photo. The picture is just, I honestly thought it was him in, at the Crocodile. And I was like, oh, that's cool. He we went to the Crocodile. But it's him at the Liquid Lime in Kirkland where we were supposed to be last weekend that we weren't. And he's rocking a MiG Stink shirt. And he's just got like that shrugging, like, what, what? the F kind of look on his face. Like, where whatever, man. Everyone
3: go. And there's an empty stage behind him with an empty drum set. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's the saddest picture,
2: Andy. Oh man, I'm sorry, but yeah, we got you. Uh, next Bruiser Brody show, yeah. you're on the guest list, and plus one. Uh, that way, at least you for can, sure. And I'll and I'll and I'll personally buy you a, a Bruiser
3: Brody shirt when you're there. So and just I'll, I'll make sure you, get you say, a say shot hi. Shot of something, yeah, an affordable liquor of your choosing. <laughs> I feel terrible, about that. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I like that. And uh, I'm still. We got to be careful. We like, dude. I'll get you. Let me get you a drink. People are like, well, I'd like the the 12 year Glenn Glenlivet. I'm like. She's I'm like, sure. No, I've been there and I'm I'm me, oh. so I don't I'm like, Okay man, I yeah, got you. Right. I'm like, my pleasure. I want you to have what you want. And then I get my tab and I'm like, damn, that hurt. <laughs> Actually, one of the worst ever and I've told the story in the cast of so Justin and I were hanging out. Uh-huh. And some guy, uh, we were down uh, at a bar across the street from Jazz Bones just getting a quick drink before the show, and this dude rolled up and like, What are you drinking? And we were like, well, What are you drinking? And he's like, oh, I was drinking this blah 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 and it's a local distillery and yeah, and we were like, Well, let's do that. So we ordered these tequila drinks. Okay. It was 50 bucks for the two drinks. Oh, Congratulations. Congratulations. Yeah. And then we found out right the there. guy that chatted us up worked for the distillery. He was like their PR guy. He catfished oh, you. He, totally. Oh, yeah. He, funny. He honeydeed I mean, us. That's and then that's funny. But. when we got the, Justin was like, oh, Glenn, I'm so sorry. I'm like, dude, I didn't know either. And, you know, because Justin had like four bucks on him. So I, oh, he, no. he, he wanted to try and help. And I'm like, bro, it's all good. I love you. But we, we both, <laughs> Justin and I, got honeydeed by the guy from this local. The tequila story, you know, it was like totally like that scene from from uh, Clerks, where the guy that sells yeah. Chinese gum, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. it's yep. like t- all you know, yeah, yeah, it was like that man, the guy honeydeed is bad. Uh, well, we Honey twenty five bucks a drink, and I was like, dude, that was good, but it wasn't twenty five bucks good. So anyway, there's not a
2: single <laughs> shot of alcohol that's twenty five no. bucks good. I'm no. sorry, unless it's it's, it's no. brought to you by with a lap dance. There's no chance, dude. One Ooh, of the, do they do that?
3: One of the I don't know, but they should. They should. There was a night was hanging out with Brett. Uh, we were up at Brett's place, and we were a couple. He gave of, you a lap dance <laughs> for twenty five bucks. Was, wow. Right? You no, know, yeah, but no. Um yeah, but he's no. got <laughs> a bit of a wine cellar and a bit of a wine collection because the Pearl Jam guys are bringing the wine, so are the REM guys. It right. turns out, and so he he's gotten lots of gifted bottles and stuff. But I can't remember where we were drinking. We were a couple bottles in, and he's like, "Man, I've been wanting to I've been wanting to cork this one for a while." So he brought this bottle up and. He's so, like, yeah, Jeff Jeff gave this to me. So it was from Jeff Ament from Pearl Jam. And he you know, corked it and it poured four glasses. So it was me, Tanya, his wife, and, and then me and Tawny, my wife. And we're all, and I'm like, oh, yeah, that's really good. And, of course, we're already a couple bottles in. And I found out it was like a $1,000 bottle. Duh. So that means in my glass, I was holding $250. Bucks. Jam was successful. Yeah. I uh, afford these uh, bottles. I'm holding a $250 glass of wine. Wow. Dude. And Brett was like, what do you think? And I went, man, I <laughs> Tastes like red wine. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm not a wine connoisseur. It will laughed, just be you know? ruined
4: on me. I was like, Dude. I, like Francia. I mean, it was
3: good. It was <laughs> really good. But I mean, maybe if it had been my first glass of the night, I would have been like, man, this is really pretty remarkable stuff. But still not $250. A it glass. was like my sixth glass. So oh, at that boy. point, you know It's wine. It was more yeah. wine. And as I Brett was like, What do you think? And I'm like, I-
4: I enjoy your fruit juice, Tastes thank like you. red
3: wine. We, we laughed about yeah. it. He's got a great sense of you, but yeah. we, we had a good laugh. But yeah, that I, that's the most expensive thing I've ever drank in my life. It was a $250 glass of wine. I've never, never been anywhere it, like that. It was a lovely red. I'll tell you that. I mean, it was a good wine. It's like Cristal. Know? I remember the first time I ever had Cristal,
2: like that champagne that everybody like spends a crap ton of money on for a bottle. What did you it taste did? like? I, I remember having it like, what do you think? This is Cristal. I'm like, honestly, it tastes like a bottle. It tastes like Andre which yeah. is like a $4 bottle like of champagne. <laughs> and is, in fact, I thought was way more tastier.
4: <laughs> yeah, because you don't have the refined palate, No, yeah. I clearly don't. I was like, I'll take a <laughs> bottle of Andre over Cristal any day of the week. <laughs> if you look at those price tags and yeah, I mean, obviously What's a bottle just, of Cristal go for? It's like a thousand at oh, least, Oh, no, man. I think you can get a bottle for like a couple hundred. Oh, Okay. Stella. I just like I only yeah. knew it from like what P. Diddy and stuff like yeah. that. So. I think at
2: some point I think that the prices have gone down but it's and still I, not cheap.
3: I've done the scotch thing where like the 27 oh, year scotch is. 279
2: or... at wine.com. What about Walmart? <sighs> Can you get it with Ocean
3: Pacific wear? <laughs> oh yeah, dude. There's, there's Steve wearing his OP board shorts <laughs> walking down the street with a bottle, a bottle of, crystal. of crystal. Oh man, that, that's, Dude, you're balling. That's, that's, that's I realized. a music video in the making <laughs> you know right it there. Is. You know it is. That's dude. when I've
2: known I've made it. Yeah. <laughs> 100%. <laughs> like nothing else is. I mean, it's playing drunk with Stone devil Pilots. That was cool. But not as <laughs> cool not as walking the streets in OP, OP wear with a
3: bottle of Cristal in my hand. That sounds like a hip hop verse. That's the kind yeah, of thing a rapper yeah. would rap about. I'm, I'm, I might need to work well, on that. Well, in OP, you know I ain't gonna fall sipping my Cristal down the street I roll gonna get this troll. Uh, you know, and then I'm uh, in the background going, yeah. Turn my headphones up. yeah uh. and Turn up my beats. Uh. Check out my feets. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, dude, this is a good email. It's, oh, it's based it. on um. Uh, uh, thank, what do you? Go? I'm a hype man. What do you do for a living? I go. Uh, 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 <laughs> no, you can't go. Uh, yeah, I wanna, go, uh. no, I want to be like the anemic hype man. Like, yeah, or instead of yeah, it's maybe. Yeah, you know, maybe. I'm going to bust this fool. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to do this. If things go well, he will. Yeah. yeah. If it all works out. All signs are pointing towards it happening. <laughs> yeah, Magic 8-Ball, the hype man. <laughs> <laughs> ask again, yo. <laughs> ask again later. We'll come back to you. What up, 8-Ball? <laughs> Unclear. <laughs> I, I want to give a shout
2: out to our buddy Stevie, uh, the Packers fan. Oh, yes, Stevie. Uh, saw, uh, I saw Stevie out Without a Cause Wrestling. Nice. At first I saw him tweet a picture and I'm like, did he grab a picture from someone else and then just tweet it? I didn't know he was there <laughs> until the end and it was cool to see him and it sounds like he's, he's he's on the road to recovery of course he lost his leg, we've talked about that before. Mm-hmm. He was in a, I think some people looked like as if I was like a healer at the end of the night because Stevie came over, he's in his wheelchair and I'm like, Stevie! And I'm about to give him a hug, he goes, hold on, and then he stands up Dude. to give me the hug, which wow. I thought was really freaking awesome. cool. But I think people around were like, Steve, a miracle worker, like they, heal! They're yeah, up to the revival like, music.
3: My child was born blind, and you Steve's know, like, "Oh my God, he healed!" Nah, Let's he's like stand. Neo. When he when he leaves the station, there's all these people around. He's like Neo and the Matrix man. And that's <laughs> what happens. You're bringing in tongues.
2: You're local celebrity. He's a verified champ for a that's reason, right? He can make people in wheelchair stand. Yeah, dude. Uh,
3: honestly, it's so cool he, seeing Steve He got there. me bad. He was at my show and Such saw him, dude. and I was like, "Dude!" And I went to give him a hug, and he yep. went, "No, wait." Yep. And he stood up and uh, hugged me. And dude, I just, oh, it got me bad. It did, yeah. Just bear hug. And I think everyone yeah. standing there was like, well, that was a moment. You it, know, and just it really, that was
2: badass, Steve. I love you, man. And, I could uh, totally relate. It was a total moment. It made my night. And he, I had a great night. And that made the night even greater.
3: He brought me a, a little thank you card that was super nice. cool. And then he had printed out. This and I've, I'm only halfway through it, and I tried to. The lyrics to read it. that don't let me down. No, no, no! <laughs> it's the, the the bizarre and elaborate. The article was literally called like a vicious circle. Of ins and outs or something, but it's this story of LA guns oh, and all the way. weird members and now. I'm only about halfway through it. I gotta finish reading it. I've had insomnia really bad the past few nights, so I got up last night and was like, I'll read that thing. And I got about halfway through and I couldn't get my eyes to focus because I was so tired. Um, it's not because I'm old and going blind. But uh Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I gotta finish reading it. Blind. But yeah, Steve, he brought me this thank you card and then it was it's like a six or seven page like with dates history. And apparently it's a hell of a rocky road. Like, yeah, it's just like uh, rotating members and it's, yeah, it's called like the Vicious Circle or whatever, but it's like the history of LA Guns. That's awesome. So I got to finish reading that. Yeah, that wasn't,
4: it, wasn't the replacement for Tracy Guns like Stacy Nubs or something well, that's like what that? we, we were
3: joking about. Stacey it. Blades. Yeah, Steve even that's called right. the episode Glenn Cannon and the Blades. <laughs> With Z. I was That's why he brought me that because we were riffing on Stacy Blades. Yep. Instead of Tracy Guns, it was like Stacy Blades. So awesome. Instead of Steven Stumps or, you know, Carrie <laughs> Club. Well, it has to be a. Weapon, so it's Tracy guns, oh, yeah. Stacy Blades, Carrie Club. Um, See, it should, be Pistols. Billy,
4: it should be Billy Club. Billy oh, Club? that's a yeah. good one. Yeah,
3: Billy Club. Like Peter Sapp. <laughs> yeah. I love sap. That's like that little bag with a lead ball in it. You whack people oh, in the back of the neck and it makes them lose consciousness. Wow, Maury Mace. Either that it just really upsets them. Maury Tony Mace. Spitball? <laughs> <laughs> Spitball. <laughs> Devin Dart.
2: <laughs> Trevor Slingshot. Nice. <laughs> Bobby BB gun.
3: <laughs> the hell? <laughs> I did that with that. Remember Johnny Mnemonic? That yeah! terrible- Yeah, with Keanu. Remember, he'd say, hit me. Mm -hmm. So I had Sammy Suppository, and it was S-me. Oh, (laughs) jeez. I had uh, (laughs) Manny Mongloidic, and it was hit me. Hit me. (laughs) I had all these things for... That was one of those things, like, when when Window Payne did that thing where we were on that movie soundtrack, I didn't know how movies worked, but basically you make your film, and then you sell your film, and it's distributed by someone. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What happened was old Keanu, I now know this because of what I experienced with that film that we were a part of, but Keanu made Johnny Mnemonic, it was a terrible film yes no one would pick it up truth then keanu made speed and mm-hmm. it was a good time and it blew up and oh, suddenly he was an action hero yep. yeah and so right after speed this movie Johnny Mnemonic came out and i was oh. like and i was like no way he already made another killer this one's like a sci-fi flick he we went watching i was like this is a piece of dog ass That's how they get you. what happened was Basically after Speed took off, some some studio went, Well, we'll buy Johnny Mnemonic, and that filmmaker was probably like, Yes. I mean, dude, we had Psychic Dolphins and Iced tea. It's bound to be a bad film.
4: I don't know, man. It sounds but like a selling point to me right there. That's how
3: that happened. <laughs> and the chick that was in Starship Troopers with the red curly hair. Oh yeah. Wasn't she on Saved by the Bell or something? No, she Elizabeth was n- Berkeley. Not no, it wasn't I Liz know, Berkeley. It not Showgirls. Oh.
2: she oh no, she was also in Wasn't Elizabeth Berkeley also in Saved by the Bell? Yes. Yeah. yeah.
4: She was showgirl. She was that.
2: I'm oh, trying to remember. Interesting
3: d- backstory. I heard this Howard Stern interview with um oh man.
4: Mark Paul Gossler. Dina uh, Meyer. Uh,
2: the
3: gorgeous blonde that's in all the movies, man. Um you know Tara Tara who I mean. Um, um Oh, 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 um uh, Liam Heldman. She was in she was in this um is fun. Mad Max Fury Road. She was Charlize there on. So Charlize Theron <laughs> was fighting <laughs> not Tina Turner. When she was starting out, she was fighting like hell to get showgirls. And she was like, "Oh, it's Paul Verhoeven who's done RoboCop." Yeah. So mm-hmm. she's like, "I got to get this movie could make my break my career, this could blow me up blah, blah blah blah." And she didn't get the role and Elizabeth Berkeley did. And it Destroyed Elizabeth Berkeley's career. Definitely stopped it straight. Yeah. And so, you know, and and Stern was talking to her about that. And she's like, Yeah, I I was so, I was honestly heartbroken when I didn't get Showgirls because I thought it was going to be my big break. And now Charlize Theron's like a world famous actress with many, many box office hits under her belt. And Elizabeth Berkeley is in Showgirls. She's at Walmart peddling OP. Which I'm okay with.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Still to this day, the greatest sex scene in the pool was in Showgirls. I remember the sex scene. That's all I remember. And the the kid from Twin Peaks
3: and Dune.
2: I don't remember that.
3: Yeah, that, that was he was in that movie. He was in Showgirls.
2: I honestly just remembered the sex scene, and then the time that the one of the the
4: showgirls fell down the steps.
3: <laughs> of course, Steve, did you do that with your thoughts?
4: Yeah, he did. <laughs> he kind of did. Yeah, he did. Yeah, you're talking about yeah. Dina Meyer. She was the one in uh, uh, Johnny Mnemonic, and then Starship, she, Starship Troopers. Troopers as Dizzy. Yeah. yeah, Dizzy. There you go. Yeah, 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 yeah. She's hot. She's still hot. She kind of looks like Michelle Pfeiffer, which is not a bad
2: thing. No, it's
3: no, not a bad thing. Mm-mm. Everybody, let's bowl. I guess. That's bowl tonight. <laughs> yes. Tony, He's gonna get me.
2: Hey, I want to give a shout out to everybody who came out, including Stevie, to without a cause wrestling on Sunday. Uh yeah. I was not yeah. uh, I was not scheduled to be in a match. And actually, truth imitates art or art imitates truth. I don't know which one comes first, but um originally I was not booked to I was just gonna show up and like maybe have some do some shenanigans. But I get there and they're like yeah, no, we have you. You're gonna have a match actually, so it was really cool.
3: Like, and it was kind of there, like in your underwear and a t shirt. I mean, did you have your gear with oh, you? I, oh, a wrestler always
2: brings his gear, okay, you never true, know. That's okay. true, So, like, I was getting off the freeway when hey, I got Steve, a call. You can saying, wear this slinglet, <laughs> get up there and get to work. <laughs> I have my underwears under- <laughs> at all times, man. And yeah. then I just put some napkins on my knees, those are knee pads. I'm good to go. Oh, geez. But uh, so I, I get off the freeway in Everett, and they're like, Hey, man, are you still coming? I'm like, Yeah, of course I'm coming. That's like, good because you're in a match tonight. I'm like, Awesome, it's kind of fun, like, to have that moment. Where you didn't have the chance to really mentally prepare for it, and then you just make it happen. It was a fun match. Uh, but uh, got a funny email about it, and I thought I'd share this Later. with you guys. The, the subject is You Awful Person from David.
4: Uh oh, <laughs> what did you do? Migs,
2: I went to Without a Cause Wrestling. I'm not really a big wrestling fan. I watched it as a kid, but I don't follow it too much anymore. But holy crap, I didn't realize that the indie wrestling world is that awesome. Uh, he says, my bud and I already bought ticks for the next show. Your enthusiasm for wrestling got me interested. And this is way different than WWE. No offense. I don't want to watch a male soap opera. My wife makes me sit through the Bachelorette. That's enough bad acting for me. Ha ha. <laughs> yeah, it's true, though. If you're, it's a big difference between independent wrestling. Glenn witnessed it at 3 to one Battle. And I know, Rev, you know that as well. Uh-huh. Then WWE, it's not storyline driven as much. I mean, there's some stories that happen, but for the most part, it's just the athleticism and the, the action that it's happens wrestling. in the ring. It's full on old school rap with some crazy high spots as well. He says the athleticism in that ring was spectacular. I had no idea who guys like F- Facade, Hammerstone, and TJ Perkins were until going. And now I'm a fan of all of those guys. Plus, I finally got to see you in person. And you are a giant a hole. <laughs>
3: and then there's a bunch of like long like, so things. So I on guess my- it was, this wasn't uh, good guy Miggs. This was villain Miggs. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Everett. I'm yeah. heel Miggs. I'm the local
2: celebrity. They're <laughs> lucky to have me. <laughs> they and are. then there's a long gap. So I'm like, oh, that's nice. And then he goes, in the ring. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> Seriously, though, you are a great heel. Your interaction with yeah. the crowd throughout it was hilarious. Dickish, but hilarious. Mm-hmm. Watching you mess with the kids was super fun, and the kids were giving it right back to you. Plus, your match was great. All in all, kudos to you and everyone at Without a Cause, and thanks for giving us North Enders something cool to check out in our hood. That's from David. Oh, dude, that's, that's rad, man. And shout out to uh, Cubby. He was the guy who wrestled. Jacob Sumas, sorry. Ugh. I meant to bleep that. If you can. All right. Yeah. Jacob Sumis. I don't know if he wants his real name out there. Oh, I'd gotcha. You, yeah. <laughs> Good thing you
3: didn't mention his phone number two there, pal.
2: 616 <laughs> oh But it's funny. So the place was at a new venue. It was not the Normanna Lodge. It was over next door to the, the, the VFW that they have right there, which was cool because the ceiling was higher. So you could do crazier stuff off the top rope. Not me, but other people like Facade, who's insane in the ring. And it has this really cool, like neon VFW logo on top, which made for great pictures. Like I'll show you a shot. Cool, man. Like it nice. just it, it looked cool in there. Like there's a shot.
3: Oh yeah. Oh wow man. Yeah. yeah that's really happening. Oh, dude. that is
2: really cool. Right? Like that was like it added just to a cool like vibe to it all. I was, like so there's me like rocking my verified championship belt <laughs> in the ring grab check it out. There you go. Wow. Yeah. So that is super awesome. Yeah, definitely added Or like this one where I look really tired, but the neon makes it look cool. <laughs> <'Cause> I just <laughs> successfully, spoiler alert, defended my verified... Uh, I wasn't really... Still to the grab, verified champ. Still the champ. But uh, it was fun. Right at the beginning, um, I grabbed the microphone to complain about the fact that I wasn't booked. So I'm going to put myself in a match. And uh, I-, I found the audio of it because somebody had it. So nice, nice, Here, nice. So you guys could just hear heel migs at the big... Without a Cause Wrestling. Not I mean. to be
3: confused with Healer Miggs, who's uh, apparently yeah, a new yeah, character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. The revival pastor. <laughs> yeah. Which happens when I see Stevie. Yeah. <laughs> oh, without a cause.
2: New venue. Stay morons here. That's why
5: so good to see you guys.
2: Look, I know why you guys are here. You're going to see the two biggest attractions at Without a Cause. The first one being me, Steve Miggs.
5: And the second one being my Verified Championship. Take a
2: look at it, take a picture of it. At I'm Steve Miggs on Twitter, and if you're lucky, maybe I'll retweet you. I see you taking a picture, hashtag Verified Champ. Take that shot. <laughs> take that shot. Good and then I go I'll smile and I smile and the whole area just starts laughing no no, no.
3: What, as soon as I heard everyone laughing I'm like this rules I'll <laughs> like, smile yeah. it's hey, a fun tongue in cheek yeah. oh, yeah, heel dude, persona which totally is
2: 2019 it. style of a heel where yeah. you're like I could be a dick but people are in on it and it's cool to see the kids getting right like I got into a screaming match after the match with maybe an 11-year-old girl. Jesus. And she's yelling at me. I'm yelling at her. And as I walk away, I could just see her grabbing like a brother or whoever it is. Like, that was amazing. (laughs) (laughs) That was cool. But the best part, and even somebody, uh, where is it? Oh, Everrat Zero Stevens on uh, Twitter. He wrote, the best part of the match for me besides the actually great match was how Migs focused his banter directly towards that one kid. It probably made his day. So, in the beginning of the match, I'm getting chopped by Cubby, right? So, he's just attacking me. We go outside the ring. He gives me a big chop, and I look at this little kid. He's maybe like eight. And I go, that one really hurt. And he's just like, oh. Yeah. And then he chops me again. I'm like, that one hurt even more. And he's like, oh. Like, I mean, like You can tell he's like getting into it. Then Cubby grabs a chair that has wheels on it, puts me in it, and just... Wheels me right into the post, so my balls just hit the post oh. right three times because he does it once, and everyone's like one more time. Does it again, one more time. I'm like you sons of bitches, I'm done. <laughs> Fall over, land on that kid like a hand on his uh, on his leg, and I'm just like that hurt the most. And he's like ah, like, <laughs> <"Yeah!" laughs> like those moments to me, like I even told this guy like that's I I never would have thought in my really really short time wrestling that the highlight would be the interaction with the kids. That but makes it's nothing but sense, man. Oh, it's so it's much be fun. Dude, yeah. So much fun. And thanks again uh, to everyone who comes out. Without a Cause, the next one, and I will, I am having a match. That's going to be happening Without a Cause Wrestling at the VFW in Everett. Uh, it's happening on August 18th, Sunday, 4 p.m. Uh, is when bell time starts. Uh, we're all going to be there. It's going to be a great time. Kimberly, who's a great. Indie wrestler that's been killing it. Priscilla Kelly, she's the one with the tampon spot. She'll be there again. Um <laughs> <laughs> I,
1: like, I
3: tell that to Glenn. While that while that upsets me, she's still remarkably attractive she's great. Yeah, right, yeah. With yeah that but yeah. that whole like that just yeah, no, yep. no. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no. Without a cause on Facebook, you could get all the information, get but tickets and all rules. that good. Oh, she's oh, fantastic. Yeah, she's so great. you'll be able to come check that it out. Nasty. And Thanks to everyone who bought my I my I sold a crap ton of those the Batty Bat Art Steve make shirt. The that's one that looks like we the Funko pop. About on the last show, and dude. also I didn't mean, think about it, it looks like a Funko pop and it's right next to Funko headquarters. Well, that's handy. in Everett. Oh yeah, I hadn't I even like, thought of that. The tie-in was great, but yeah, I mean I've sold a bunch of those, so nice, that was that was dude. pretty sweet. Yeah. And I, I then invested so, in a weren't lo-
3: we saying that was how you got tickets to the Croc Show? <laughs> <laughs> So we're going to get all these emails next week, like, so I got this great shirt, but I showed up at the Croc, and they were like, what? No. No. That, yeah. That's right. I forgot
2: That's that. what we
3: did, did, dude. We did. We did. Yeah.
2: Oh, man. All right. Let's, let's check out a couple voicemails before we roll on out of here. Oh, first, I want to say hi to Dave. Dave's in here. Dave is a big fan of the podcast, and hey, everybody. Uh, hey, turn everybody. That Bring that mic, mic right yep. up to you, man. Say so your word. Hey, and, everybody. And How are you? Dave fed us, not hey, only me. with ribs, I had a rib. awesome ribs, but also so with okay. no-name cakes from Mod Pizza and uh, what are those, Zingers. Singers for BJ. Yeah. Those
3: were his favorite. That's awesome. Yeah, I, I had Diff One re- How much of a One Rehab? Have you ever seen I'm going to get this you This whole suckered? package is a whole for you. Oh, that's oh, I love that. That will be, yeah, dude, delicious. Yeah, you're delicious. Welcome. Thanks, man. And Thank you me.
2: made uh, the Sweet Baby Ray's, which you can't go wrong with Sweet Baby Ray's barbecue sauce. Mm-mm. And then oh. the other was a- Apple cinnamon.
3: Yeah. Is
2: that a homemade cinnamon. sauce? McClendon's. McClendon's. The hardware
3: store? <laughs>
4: yeah. No. Really? Oh, yeah. Outside next to all the Traegers. Yeah, Ooh. they have- all right. Now I know yeah. where to go. He's part of the Traeger crew.
2: These days I, you got to
3: diversify. diversify? You're your official. Yeah, with oh, those good. ribs. Yep. Hell yeah, okay. man.
2: Yep. I, we, we, we've made it official. Rev and I and uh, Danny, we, 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 yeah. we, we talked. We <laughs> voted. And in a unanimous fashion, yeah. Dave you, is now you, part of our Traeger y- group. You bro. too can... Can, can join our group. Just bring us meat. You know who's also part of our <laughs> Traeger group, uh, but almost lost his Traeger, is my buddy Craig. My what? Pearl Jam. How almost
3: lose his Traeger?
2: You know, uh, you've met Craig Proper. Um I think so. Yeah, he's a big Pearl Jam fan. He's come to the Bruiser Brody shows. He's also a fan of everything you've done as well. He somehow, his, he said he texted me, and uh, he goes, had a rough go this morning. She went up in flames, and I thought we were going to lose the old girl. No. Look at that.
4: Oh, dude, what His happened? His Traeger went on fire. Oh, wow. Did he, yeah. did he
2: not clean it? He says, uh, a little TLC. She's back up and running. Not pretty, but I saved her. And I'm like, dude, what the hell happened? What were you smoking? That's nuts. He goes, I was trying to get a sear on some bacon. Jacked up the temperature. Before it hit, I swear to God, 420. 420. It started to burn. The bacon caught fire. The grease on the bottom plate went up. I had there to hit it go. with a fire extinguisher. Yeah. Now you'll have to excuse me. I'm thinking about doing a custom paint job. I'm thinking yellow and red, brother. You should like Hulk just, Hogan. You should put flames on the side. And he it's says, my dog word. Lucy really enjoyed the bacon.
4: Aw. Burnt bacon goes
3: to the dog. <laughs> he made charred carbon. Because I was like, <laughs> damn, dude. He almost lost <laughs> his Traeger. <laughs> well,
4: and that's one of the things, like, the second time I used my Traeger, I, I literally flame shot up because the... Uh, the the grease, basically there's a grease tray that will slowly roll it down into the bucket. Well, uh, the wife had put it in there, and my idiocy, I didn't check to make sure that it was put in correctly, because she didn't know about it, and she didn't know how it had to be tilted, and I didn't look at it. Well, since it was flat, all of it just pooled and all the grease collected on that tray, and then suddenly there were flames, and yeah. Uh, yeah, almost. Yeah, grease fire. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I totally grease Never fired, it. and then at that point
3: you're like, "Well, uh, okay, I guess this is where it happens." And fortunately, it went out right away. So, jeez. Oh, so what's the thing? that I catch like in a previous episode where I guess smoker folk or grill hardcore folk. folk Say that Traeger's like it's like cheating.
2: Yeah, do we get it on the text line? At least every time we talk about Traeger okay. on the air, there's
3: one or two guys that want to poop it, in the punch if bowl. If it works, it's like oh, a car. That's like cheating. You should walk everywhere. Well, I don't. I don't. Like, I don't understand the thing. And that was like, like like oh, you got
2: an automatic transmission. Like oh yeah, that's <laughs> cheating. You should yeah. drive a stick shift. Right, and it's like that. Some people are like that's. That's just like, it's like the crock pot of grills. I'm, like, I'm like, yeah, crock pots are awesome, you dick. Yeah.
3: And then
4: here's the thing with it. It got me into actually cooking meat, making my own rubs, doing all these things. Having fun. It's the easy access way to make amazing food that it's kind of hard. I literally let, you, you set the thing me on want fire. One. I want one now. Like, I, yeah. Set, yeah. I set the stuff
3: on fire and the food still came out wonderful. So, I mean. I can rarely say that. Yeah. Right? I remember and, one time I forgot about, I think it was. Was so making ramen and I forgot about it, and it boiled all the water out of the pot. Yeah, and then it. We did that the, with
4: grits once. The PLP and I did that. Yeah,
3: it gets real bad.
4: Yeah, pretty, yeah. Do you know bad. what burnt grits smells like? No. Yeah, you, know, you don't want to know. Like burnt grits. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's bad. It's real bad. So yeah, I was a terrible cook. <laughs> it
3: smells before like this. the streets of London, circa <laughs> 1773. But, you know what's funny? Like my buddy, my buddy Munson. Like he Is got that a, raw sewage.
2: <laughs> he's the one who first <laughs> introduced me to a Traeger, like last year. Yeah, he was like bro. You can't screw up a meal on this. But ever since then, now he's gotten heavy into cooking, not just on the cra- not on the Traeger, but in like in the kitchen. So it was almost like it. It ignited the love for cooking, and now like he barely eats out because he's like, I could cook better than anything I could get outside, which is very humble of Munson. Which as you know, <laughs> my buddy Munson's a very humble man. Oh yeah, yeah, um, yeah. If anyone knows him, but like, had he not had a Traeger to get into that, none of that would have happened. So I always I crack up when somebody needs to show how much more manly they are on the text lines, like right. Oh. Get a real smoker. You need to get this. I'm like, I'm not gonna now go buy another smoker. No, when also, I already. I want a Traeger. Also, a by dumbass. the way, I
4: also have a an, another smoker too. Like, I have them both. Like, it doesn't matter. I'm still going to be selling. using the Traeger way more because a it's easier, b it's just all I need is wood pellets instead of actual wood. Yep. Like there, there's so much that is involved with a normal smoker, and you're not going to be able to get the 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 heat instantly perfect. Like there's it, it, like get a Traeger and be fine with it
3: and cook great food. I'm planning to. I'm planning to. All right, man. Right, so you say I have a TV and you're like, wow, that's like a poor man's version of going into the theater. Yeah, right, you're cheating. (laughs) There's always somebody. Like I remember, this was a while back, but I posted a picture of, um, I was like, okay, car overheated, pretty sure the thermostat has jammed. Here's what I've got. And it was like a knife, a drumstick, a crescent wrench, (laughs) and a Coke can. I took a photo of truly everything I had on me. And Here we go, MacGyver. I was able to get the goose neck off, and I used the drumstick to, to basically, and I hit it with a rock. That's and it awesome. Busted the thermostat open, so the the water would flow, and I put it all back together. And but yeah, I forget who it was. Someone's like, dude, you know what? The, your man card's been revoked. You're not traveling with tools, etc. Oh, blah. people say that, and I'm just. And so like, I literally got in there. I'm like, dude, it was my wife's car, and I fixed it with a rock and a drumstick and a crescent wrench. And then like immediately it was like oh dude wow I'm kind of sorry I even said anything <laughs> and I'm like no. yeah dude the whole man card
2: you know, line is so you know a with out. a rock
3: a drumstick and a crescent wrench man you can come over and yeah know? Bickety blimmy. <laughs> but yeah, what was rad? But he did put a retraction. Like, dude, I'm really sorry. <laughs> and I'm like, thanks. But there, there's always someone. Always, always, it's always. Turn
2: in the punch bowl, man, mm-hmm. all the time. That's right. That's right. Let's check out a couple voicemails: two five three two seven one four seven eight seven. Again, thank you, Dave, for bringing us the delicious yeah. food, man. Thank that was awesome. Ribs, Seriously, man. man. Thanks,
3: brother. I'm looking forward to them.
1: Can I thank give you, you two tips for your Traeger? Yeah, yeah, do you, do yeah. Do you foil line that grease? Yeah, glass? absolutely. Yeah. Do you have a cottage cheese thing in your bucket?
3: A
4: uh, cottage cheese thing. Thing. No. Buy a large cottage cheese, like two pound. Genius. Tub.
1: Put that. Oh. put
4: that in the bucket. Oh, and just use that as Clean the was a brief. Like we were looking up liners, like Brilliant. because they have liners. But if you just Brilliant. use that, cheese. and I mean, I'll do. eat cottage cheese. I love it. Yeah. Well you just don't keep the cottage cheese in the bucket. Well I know but I can eat the cottage cheese <laughs> okay. and then you
2: put the bucket in you, there. That's how you that's how you get the
3: empty container. Yeah,
2: yeah. I mean, I'm not just going <laughs> to well, buy hey, cottage, cottage cheese. Cottage cheese
4: is great with Traeger Grease. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> He's going to put a bib on me and feed me the cheese
4: and then I'll no. have And we'll video that and we'll put that up uh, as right. bonus content yeah. on, uh... on
3: on Pornhub. Yeah. Just you feeding me cottage cheese. Yo, I think I got tra- I think we got to creepy be like 7 million views. Oh yeah, I
2: got a pineapple, I got a grill, so See, that's why we got our pastor coming over for some reason. Oh. I don't know why. Like he came up to us
4: like he- Exorcism?
2: Yes. <laughs> He's he found out what it is for a living. i yeah,
4: noticed you've been uh, uh drumming a little harder for Jesus. Right? Like uh, he was just like he came normal. up,
2: he's like a younger guy. Like, so we have our regular pastor who's an older gentleman. He's like, he's retired, but he still does the pastoring at our church just for the hell of it. Oh, wait, that's not just for the <laughs> heck of it.
3: Just for the god of it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> just for, but, the of it. Say, just diet, for the god of it. Just for the god of
3: it diet, Jesus.
2: <laughs> sure, hope he doesn't listen to this podcast on his way over to visit me. oh huh, well, you'll have something yeah. to talk and about. Then we have Those a younger guy that can
3: feel about everything i just did i feel bad like truly like well am not like you aren't already going i'm looking hell. for the lightning bolt to come through the window man <laughs> we also have a,
2: our, a new pa- cool. our, our other pastor that comes in from time like once a month is uh he's like in his late 20s mid 20s super cool dude like just always I, I love when he's there because a he also plays in the worship group with us so he plays guitar oh nice and good guy big sounders fan we just hit it off about tattoos which i thought was kind of random and then he just at the end he was like hey man so, I'm going to pop by and just say hi to some people. I know you live near me. Is it cool if I come by and just like, just want to get to know you guys better? That's killer. And I was like, it's nice. Yeah. Yeah. At first, I'm like, what do you need from us? Yeah. You know, because we just <laughs> never have
3: anyone over our house. I've got this but. amazing hash oil I'm looking to share with someone. <laughs> and I thought I'd come by. See, so I was we could get stoned and cook some stuff on your Traeger. <laughs> Dude,
4: right? Yeah. Nice.
2: Uh, but it was funny because some Sid's like, just to let you know, our dog. Is a little uh, it needs to warm up on people, and he's like, "Oh, no worries. I got a couple small dogs. I know what that's like." So I was like, "Oh yeah, right on." So that's gonna be fun though. But that's it's random. Cool. It's like so random. Like I just never had that happen before. Uh. Uh, but uh, let's check out a voicemail. Let's see. We'll start off with this guy right here.
5: What's up, Lawrence? This is Stevie, the Packers fan. Hi, um, well, hi, Steve. Hi. Nice seeing you again. It's nice seeing you wrestle finally. Um, Hell yeah. Uh, hope I'll see you guys soon. Glenn, uh, great show the other night, and uh, hope you got to that six-page pamphlet on L.A. guns halfway. <laughs> <laughs> and I um, love you, dude. There's a scary Rose song called "I Don't Think Shake." I know, I found out. Um, yep. But it's okay. It's something to write home about. So it's a good song. Have to mix play for you if you can. I will. And then Well wow. um I was wondering if you heard the new Korn song. What you think? Um, I think it. I think it's cool. And what's your favorite album and song? Ooh. My favorite album is Issues. And song is tough. Uh, the one that sticks out on my mind right now is Children of the Corn with Ice Cube. With Cube, yeah. But you can't play that song because there's too many albums. You'll be there until 3 o'clock. Thank you. <laughs> Talk to you guys later. Bye.
4: Um, I would have to say probably my favorite. Favorite, I think my favorite corn album is the self titled just because it blew my mind. Like, yeah. I had never heard anything it was like that. Daddy song, it's you, so dude, powerful. dude. Daddy's so brutal. Yeah, I, I was at my friend's house, he wasn't there, but I was on his computer using his computer and I was listening to that when it was just me and his mom there. And daddy went over and we're playing it, and I'm just like, uh, but I didn't stop it, right? Like, I dumb teenager sort of thing and then afterwards she's like can you just never play that song ever again and I'm like I understand I understand <laughs> you know oh sorry but I I think my favorite, my, my favorite song by Korn would be Clown which okay. is uh, like the fourth track on the uh self-titled
2: Do, have you heard the new
4: one I haven't
2: actually uh, we'll get to that in a second but it's funny not only is there a Glenn Cannon song called Rattlesnake Shake not only is there a Skid Row song called Rattlesnake Shake," Crew. but there's also Motley Crue. See, that was one <laughs> snake when I, when I,
3: snake cause someone the things. Rattlesnakeshake, Shake. Someone put a thing up, and they were like, oh, dude, when I first I, was, I think it might have been Kurt Clark, who wrote this amazing review of the record, really like touching, very cool. But he's like, yeah, when I first saw this, I thought it was going to be a, a cool cover of the Motley Crue song, and I was surprised to find that it was this great I thought it was going to be a Skid Row cover. <laughs> but it just goes to show how I, I am not a Motley Crue fan like sort of at all i have nothing against them but i'm not a grateful dead fan either not on the radar sort of yeah so i had no idea i just thought it was it's fun yeah rattlesnake shake sounded fun that's so funny how that is this is the glen cannon rattlesnake Rattlesnake shake it's like a zz top blues boogie it's like aerosmith meets zz top is what i was shooting for yeah yeah i can feel that Switch plate, click and surprise.
2: Yeah. I love that ride symbol right there.
3: Yeah. Look, oh, okay. ding, yeah. ding, 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 oh. ding. ding, ding, ding. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Old Louie, man, he's a killer. Oh. Yeah, he is. She got
2: a oh. Does that mean she's dangerous? Yes. She got the rattlesnake All right, now we got uh, Motley Crue's Rattlesnake Shake.
3: Oh, it's kind of a rock and roll boogie song, too. Okay. 100%. I've never heard this before in my life. This is off of Dr. Feelgood, the record. It's actually a really cool song.
2: It sounds like Tommy Lee's using the same drums for Dr. Feelgood on this. <laughs> Oh, I had yeah. no idea, dude. It's not, a, it's not your wheelhouse. Not at all. It's a sex machine. Keeps your engine hot. Let me see the shaves down there. Oh. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I think like it's about it. a stripper.
3: See, I hear the motor clean thing a lot. It's hard to keep a motor clean. I'm a gearhead. It's a pain in the butt. Shake, shake, shake. Okay, I like mine better. Yeah, yeah. I too. We hit yeah. that chorus, and I was like, "Shake, Speaking of corn." Shake, shake. <laughs> All right, now we got, yeah, very,
2: very corny. corny yeah, very now we got corny. Skid Row. The '80s, right? This one's off of their first record, self-titled. Man, the production is so bad. Yeah, this sounds 80s. awful. And I, this just sounds awful, right? It's getting better. This song's about, like, a whore named
3: Vicky. Never heard this either. (laughs) Yeah, again, it's not totally not on my radar.
2: I'd go Back Glenn Cannon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Glenn Cannon, number one of the rattlesnake Thank shake you. competition. Yeah, Thank coming you. in of uh, distant second would be uh, Skid Row. Oh,
4: really? I would. I was putting crew above the
2: Skid crew Row. On this was so
3: cheesy. Yeah.
2: But see, I'm, I'm a fan of the story about a hooker. As a, I get you know, but the story about a stripper is also pretty good. But I, I like the. I don't like the chorus. I'm with you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then also a close third to the second, distant mm-hmm. second. Yeah, would be Motley Crue.
3: Well, those guys are either, congratulations. You win you. No. <laughs> the rattlesnake well, think, showdown. If, if you like <laughs> the snake off, like I said, it's that that song to me felt like kind of ZZ Top collides with early Aerosmith. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then of course with Lance on keys, it throws that kind of cool Deep Purple vibe across everything. Um, or even Doors because there's a lot of Doors influence yeah. because of Lance. But and yeah, those were the things that. I was so it's one of those things like basically you're saying you like Aerosmith better than Motley Crue. I think. It's Funny you say that because so. apparently
2: Aerosmith also has a song called <laughs> Rattlesnake Shake. Do
3: they really? <laughs> do they really? Off of their Pandora's <laughs> okay. box
2: record. Would
5: I, would I do so? It's a.
2: Lo- is it a it cover?
5: Necessarily our own, but oh. it could very well be. It's a song about self abuse.
4: So this is this going to be his ver-
3: Rattlesnake Shake. No way. So it's a cover. I'll probably like this better than Skid Row or Motley Crue. I'll bet you.
0: Well, if you wanna rock, ooh, I got to be a rockin horse,
3: yeah, yeah, okay, yeah I'm I immediately like this better than Motley Crue or Skid
2: Row. Oh no, yeah. There is also a rattlesnake cheek by Fleetwood Mac. Do you think yeah. that this is a cover by Fleetwood Mac? No,
4: it is. It is. I'm looking at the lyrics right now, and the first lines are the exact same ones as this.
3: So, (laughs) all right, so here and now, here's the Fleetwood Mac version. Really? Wow, this is crazy. I didn't know this is cool. You've got the rock, yeah. I like this. That's cool, yeah. See, this I can get into. I'm putting this in second now.
0: This
3: this must be Peter Green Fleetwood Mac, yeah. That's Peter Green, dude. It is, yeah. This is my wheelhouse, I've never heard this. This is a blue shuffle. How funny! I'm actually glad to know that there are artists that I like that had a rattlesnake shake. Not just because Motley if it was, was just Molly Crew and Skid Row,
4: I mean, and also there's a Peter Green Fleetwood Mac tribute band named Rattlesnake Shake. Oh, those guys—they're
3: yep. gonna be gunning for me, <laughs> hey dude! They're
4: gonna be LA gunning for you. It's all right. There's also a
2: Rattlesnake Stacy
3: Blades in for
2: me. A band called Altamont <laughs> <laughs> has. Some... Oh it's yeah, a it's a cover. Yeah. yeah. All I know is they have a great album cover. Oh. It's a girl with a sweet
3: ass hitchhiking. Nice. Pick I like her up. I like her shorts. It's a good cover. She's wearing shorts. shorts. Yeah, they were they were they were jorts, uh, but she cut them like at the top of the pocket. <laughs> oh yeah, so the pockets are hanging out a little bit. No, so, like the top of where the pockets oh. would go. They were jorts cut very high. <laughs> it was kind of a jong. It was like a jean short song, kind of a jong oh, yeah, that she's got on. That's, the <laughs> that's not painful at all. <laughs> Let's check out one more voicemail before we
4: roll on out of here. There's the no denim rub on that man. Yeah, we, we, don't we don't need that. Just go lives. Uh, run yeah, a marathon.
0: <laughs>
5: Awkward!
0: Can I see the guy
5: in the background? He's got really curly hair. Shout out to Stoic Woodshed, 10 miles wide, and of course our favorite man in the world, like, What a great show. Give him love, Ziggy. Oh, awkward! <laughs> love
0: you guys, be safe, stay blessed.
3: <laughs> I think it was at your show. The void is playing in the background. That's that was wow. the Void. The Void was playing in the background. So you're up there on stage, in your eyes calling out. out. Everyone's like, uh, Ziggy's like, I love you. Put your hands. We love you, Ziggy. You know what's funny? Put is your that, hands together. You know,
2: uh, on uh, the Google Voice, they transcribe whatever the voicemail says, yeah, right? Yeah, what, what did that it say? say? This is exactly what it said. <laughs> I just copy and paste. It. it says, not really. They're not doing 10 miles riding. The first two are bigger than what a great show. I got work. Yes. <laughs> I love Google Translate. It sounds like
3: what my mind does every morning when I wake up. That's pretty much what's happening: It's is, taking your sentences yeah.
2: and just throwing them out. These there. are also the Jumbled. lyrics that don't let me down.
3: That's, that's <laughs> right. Yep, that's all I thought it needed.
2: <laughs> I think that's uh, the most recent stuff. I think we got. Yeah, I think we got the most of the messages, I and mean, we still have some voicemails. We'll get to eventually, but uh, you please know, maybe keep next calling
3: year. us, though. Yes. <laughs> Sorry. Two five
2: three two seven one four seven eight seven. The mixcast at gmail.com. Also, you can leave us a voicemail or. A Text message with that, Dave. Thank you for bringing us to barbecue yeah, thanks, and the no-name man. cakes and all the delicious yeah. treats. That was freaking awesome, Glenn. Congratulations on a great show. Anything thanks, coming up dude. in the very
3: near future? Uh not this weekend, but next weekend I'm doing a loop down through um, uh, Oregon. Sorry, get confused because I'm really working in the Pacific Northwest. I'm going to do like uh, a lot of Washington, Oregon, Idaho until my first tour. But um. That loop's really cool, man. We're doing uh, guitars under the stars music festival. Okay, so you kind of get the idea what that's all about. But uh, that's a several day festival. Um, nice. So I'm going to be playing that, and then we head down to Salem, and then we're doing a show at Billy Blues Club in Vancouver, Washington. On our way back. Oh, awesome. um, So that's I, awesome. I got a little three little three show loop, and I'll be doing a bunch of those. Um, you know, will my next loops out through Idaho, but I'll be doing kind of Oregon, Idaho, Washington loops. Um, just working the hell out of this region until. Uh, the project hits the road, so nice, yeah. Life is good. So, um, I'm around next weekend, but um, or this coming weekend, but the following weekend, I'm on the road again. So, uh, yeah, man, on just the road again. taking the music to the masses or, or trying to spread the word, man. Let people know that it's out there and it's fun, and it's good. And our rattlesnake shake is in a cover. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I want to give a shout I don't know who
2: it was, but apparently, somebody in Vancouver was at a ECCW wrestling show. The ball they have a big show at the Commodore Ballroom uh, last weekend, and I had uh, multiple people say. There was a dude rocking a MIGS wrestling shirt at the show. Yes.
3: Nice. So I thought that was cool.
2: Maybe one day I'll get to wrestle up in, in, in Vancouver. Right? That's a that's a, uh, a life goal uh, in the world of wrestling. Like I've had a couple of different goals, and one was DOA wrestling, which I just got to do. Yeah. Uh, other one uh, ho- is Defy, which I get to ring announce, but I hope one day I can get to wrestle there. Uh, that'll be cool. But one of the big ones for me also is ECCW. So maybe they saw the MIGS shirt and they'll book me because of that. I don't <laughs> <know>.
3: <laughs> Probably not. But that'd be pretty awesome. Well, Reverend and I day... are going to keep mailing them peanuts until they- uh... yeah. It. They yeah. do what they
4: need to or do. Or you could just, I don't know, you could write them, I don't know. Or maybe uh, you'll, uh, people need to go, if they're up in Vancouver or going up there, buy a Migs shirts from ProWrestlingTees.com. Slash, uh, I'm Steve Megs, yeah. And then wear them there, or give a them out to Steve random Miggs. people. Throw them at the other wrestlers. Yeah, say, Well,
2: maybe not, I don't know. Wear these shirts so we can pretend <laughs> Steve's here.
3: I should, uh, that reminds me, I should also mention that if you go to Glencannon.net, remember my name has two N's, so G-L-E-N-N-C-A-N-N-O-N, total of five N's, yes. as Rev pointed out. Yes. <laughs> (laughs) Um, go to glencannon.net and if you go to I think it just is under the header store Mm -hmm. Um, by the end of day to day the CD will be available I have baseball tees three quarter length sleeve tees nice um, men's and women's tees um, and a couple different styles available so go to glencannon.net and you can find my stuff Hopefully by late this afternoon, actually. I'll right have, on. i so hopefully by the time you listen to this, is there? Yeah, I got a ton of stuff to do, but hopefully at least by the <laughs> end of day today, when you go to glencannon.net and go to the store, you'll be able to actually finally purchase uh, the goods. Nice. Or you can go to prowrestlingtees.com/slash
2: I'm Steve Miggs and you can support Glenn Cannon that way by buying that's a Steve, right <laughs> shirt. By buying a Steve shirt. That's <laughs> is that exactly how that correct? works. Yep, yeah, Brad.
4: You got anything coming up? Grit City uh, Podcast. Grit City Podcast is just doing some other recording stuff. We just recently did the boot to boot, which where we did the bar crawl on the scooters you kind of want to listen to that because one of uh, one of our buddies on there uh, broke his knee uh Scooting, So uh, you can hear that at the beginning, and you get to see the the, the quick progression downward as we uh, as we did all of that.
3: That That's sounds like awesome. an incredible yeah. listen, dude.
4: It was fantastic. A Grit City podcast. Just
2: look it up on all the places yep, where you listen yep, to super podcasts. easy to find. All right, let's get out of here. Uh, oh, one last thing again. Thank you for coming out to Without a Cause. Next show, August 18th, uh, Without a Cause Wrestling is where you can get all the information. Uh, just uh, check it out. Myself's going to be there, Hammerstone kimberly priscilla kelly chase james who's our champion a bunch of other wrestlers are coming in as well including uh, i'll be taking on cool dad chris ross so eric stevens owen travers if you're a wrestling fan you know what's up you know check them out brother and uh it's <laughs> wacprowrestling.com or facebook just type without a cause wrestling super fun great time over there and it was awesome meeting all the people that are fans or not so much a fan of your <laughs> local celebrity steve makes thanks to Everybody for listening to this podcast,
3: yeah, man. Yeah, we love yeah, you, guys. right? I seriously yeah. appreciate it. really do Thanks appreciate Thanks to everyone it. that came out Friday and made that so remarkably special for me. And um, yeah, man, if you missed that show, uh, Jazz Bones, August 24th. Excited. With Anti Hero and Dead Rebel Saints. That's going to be killer. And then, uh, yeah, for all the North Enders, catch me in Everett at Tony V's with Solar Tone and Wide Only in the Wreckage. And save October 12th in your calendar for you, Migs Fest fans
2: Stigs West. That's right, because <laughs> Bruiser Brody will be back. Stay positive. <laughs>